0: Okay, so maybe it's just me, but Omarion is the illest nigga in America right now. I knew that he wasn't unbothered or that he didn't feel no ways and all that shit was a lie. But I did not know that this nigga had this level of petty in him. Not only did he drop air fizzle aka little fizzle pop off the tour along with the rest of b2k but this nigga dug up bow wow and soldier boy and put them niggas on there which i fuck with bow wow and soldier boy not trying to make a joke but Bow Wow's had a storyline on Lovin' Hip Hop Junior, aka Growing Up Hip Hop, for a couple years about him Unsuccessfully putting out music As an adult that I like And I always used to think, Bow Wow Should've been doing this shit, I mean This nigga got hit after hit after Hit after hit in *Soldier Boy Along with Omarion on the new Millennium 2020 tour A.K.A. The Face Off Cause remember, them niggas had an album together And then to put the icing On the cake, this nigga dropped this shit on this nigga fizz's birthday yo i'm trying to tell you right now omarion is the illest nigga in america and even though i thought that he was gonna respond on the album which i still think he was gonna do i was sleeping on the kid so this time i think that i'm just gonna have to Shut the fuck up! i'm kj bryant and it's not just me the following program is for adult audiences only THOSE MOTHER
1: F**kers NO just a sorry
0: All right, welcome to It's Not Just Me podcast. You already know who I am. Y'all already know what the vibes is. It's Black Friday. We got a whole lot of shit to get into today. Um, First, before I start talking about new music, I want to clean up something from last week. Now, um, I don't really do retractions or anything like that, but um, when I was talking about Tinashe's album with Brian last week, I basically said that um most people who like her would like the records but i didn't like them and i thought that i qualified it made it clear by saying that it's because of where i think she should be or the type of star that i still think that she is right after really sitting down and listening to the album another two or three times I started to like some of the records a lot more than I initially gave her credit for. And I had to keep in mind that me as the fan or me as the creator and thinking what I thought that she should make, you know type of records that i think that she needs to make at this time i gotta keep in mind that this is the first time that she's been able to regain control over her sound and maybe these are the records that she needed to make for her so i just wanted to say that you know i definitely like the records a little more than i did it kind of gives me some of their older vibes from her mixtapes from before but they're still not my favorite records from her i still gotta stand on that but also, just completely unrelated, I just found out what driving the boat means and I I didn't think it was that. Um, it makes sense now When I think of all the videos and memes that i seen But I swear I thought that was a sex move For the longest time But we'll talk more about that later um, New music today We got a lot um, The Game dropped this album Born to Rap He claims it's going to be album of the year I don't know That's up to y'all to judge um, It does have 24 records on it It is a very feature heavy album Like the Game does But I mean I went through it today You know it it was definitely a dope game west coast like la album like it, it definitely had those type of vibes i mean i think 24 tracks was too long i think that if you cut some of these records out of these 24 songs and trim the album down um i think the album feels different for you and people might um regard it as a better album than i think they're gonna say but i mean all in all, Game always has been able to wrap his ass off. I mean, the production is crazy on here, and the features are crazy. Now, the intro, um, CSN featuring Ed Sheeran, I thought we were just getting the intro of the song, like, on the IG videos that's been floating around for the past couple days, but apparently that's the whole song, so that's it right there. But it flows nicely into the next record, No Smoke, where Miguel kills that with the Trappers Barker, so, I mean, drums, so I mean... Yeah, we got $500 Candles after that with Dom Kennedy, the joint Carmen Electra with Mozzie. That shit is fire. Um, he brought Red Cafe out, so that shit is crazy. Um, I definitely like the Welcome Home with Nipsey Hussle. Um, I usually always like, um, Game and Marsha Ambrosius. I mean, it, it's got a good feel to it. And of course, we already know Stainless. We already knew, um, West Side. You know, some of these records that already came out before. Um, Gangsta Make a Girl Go Wild, um... If you think you know what tune that that's going to be to, you're absolutely right, but I like it. That cross on Jesus' back with D-Smoke. D-Smoke definitely put his foot in that shit, so shout-outs to Game for that. We're going to play um, a record from this album a little bit later. Um fabulous taps meek mill to change gucci man and more for summertime shootout three that shit came out i mean it's a fab album It had some bops on it of course fab's gonna give you the punch and it was what we expected from him i'm glad that we got a project from fab this year yeah, it's curious to see whether or not this is going to be an album that's going to count towards billboard kind of like how tori lane just took the chicks tape mixtape series and turned it into an album or whether this is just a mixtape that's on the dsp so we'll see how that goes um Zelda records dropped an album today called what would sheen do um featuring raekwon it's featuring 50 cent it's featuring a record with eminem that we've all heard um the bang record um i mean the album is dope especially if you are into the griselda sound that west side gun conway the machine benny the butcher sound um those cats out of new york doing their thing um buffalo you know what i'm saying anyone that's really looking for that gritty grimy east coast new york sound griselda is for you right there and i'm definitely gonna play a record or two off of their project later um you know maybe talk to some of my peoples about it because um some of my friends they're really really into griselda heavy so i might get one of them to jump on the line or something and you know give their breakdown of the album Party Next Door has made another announcement. He is dropping an album in January. Um, Like I said, he dropped a two pack last week. I played the record News, which I might even play again today because I fuck with that record hard. Um, I like it a lot more than the actual single, which was Loyal featuring Drake. And and in my opinion, I think that they misfired on that one. I think that Drake should have been on the news and that News should have been the single. And that Loyal was one of them records That you held on to and put out Um, Now With that being said and, And this is not me trying to be a conspiracy theorist Or trying to create any type of shit like that But like a record like Loyal I would see Party Next Door And maybe like a Georgia Smith feature Or something like that right But I obviously understand Why that might not be The best move for him At this moment right now Seeing that a lot of records that he's been working on at least for the past two years are probably going to show up on this rihanna album that we get Uh, the rihanna album that i speculate must be done because party next door is moving around you know as an artist right now and i know he's been tucked away working on that rihanna project so of course yeah that's probably why he can't really um do the feature with a female that will be seen as like a, a competitor if you guys understand what I'm saying, not saying that she's, well, well, yeah, I mean, she could be, no, 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 all right, not saying that she's on Rihanna's level or anything like that, but you get what I'm saying, so we'll be looking forward to that album from Party, um, yeah, this last last part of this year, yo, there, there's going to be some dope shit that comes out, I'm still hoping that I'm going to, I know I'm going to get a Jada Kiss album, I'm still hoping, crossing my fingers, that we'll get a Rihanna album before the end of the year. I um, I've been speculating that we might get an Eminem album or at least a Bad Meets Evil album, and there's a couple other heavy hitters who have not dropped this year yet. Um, I don't know if they're all going to try to flood December or whether we're going to have a nice first quarter of 2020. So we'll see what's up. And finally, Madlib confirms that the Black Star album is finished basically you know they've been working on a project mad libs has also been working on a sequel to that freddie gibbs album that um i swear it should have been nominated for album of the year you know along with the album from um from rhapsody but i'll talk about that later when i get into my fuck the grammy shit so Madlib's also working on a collaborative project with West Side Guns. So like I was saying before, th- this is the time of the year. I mean, the time, this is a part of the era right now where I think we're on the precipice of maybe what could be considered a new golden era of whatever this is. I've said it before, but it's just like every week you're hearing about a lot of these vintage golden era acts you know coming out with new music so if they're still active right now and you add to them the new type of flavor that we got going out there right now it's hard for you to argue that i can't take um the releases from this era and put it up against the releases of that era and beat you know what i'm saying but um we ain't even gonna do that right now so um let me just get into a burn notice this burn notice is going out to Griselda City on the Map featuring 50 Cent off their new album, What Would Sheen Do? Uh. Notice, notice, notice.
2: notice. notice.
3: ready made, just don't collab. Ah. i am probably be in your projects with all my ice out. Okay. Run up, one of my youngest, gonna put your lights out. <laughs> Fuck what you write about, I know what your life about. Pussed to free my dog, he's been a yard with his knife out. Free my nigga, yeah. we came a long way from pushing Grant. Uh-huh. Say what you want, but you can't say I ever took the stand. Never. I knew he I'm not sick, I dropped to top 10. Uh, I mean, you see the way the next looking at. So you already know the way the checks looking in yeah. I put the city on my back, got it popping on these niggas, put the city on the map. Yeah. Like did. Next door is the quarter mill run. Uh-huh. They hated on the team, but we still won. Uh, I put the city on my back, got yeah. it popping on these niggas, put yeah. the city on the map. Uh, yeah, I do my homework,
2: notice, notice, no notice. You put in my homework. I do, do
3: my homework. I do, I do, you put in my barely. homework. Valedictory, full of glory. Yeah. My windows are thick like 24-hour stars. Kevlar all up in the dash in the door. It's rare that I'm wrong, I think I'm ready for war. What's up? I reflect the darkest cloud in the sky. I'm the coldest winter day when I'm out with the cave. Chill. Play cool till I come with your spit. Let the Ds find a strap in the snow after I toss it You fuck around, I set your ass on fire Hollow tips burn faster than rubber on spinning tires I'm up early with the birds, I push up in my regiment Party with the animals, I bet I get the metal with I mean, you see the way the neck's looking So you already know the way the check's looking uh, I put the city on my back, got it popping on these niggas with the city on the map, uh, Next door is the quarter mill run. They hated on the team, but we still won. Uh, I put the city on my back, got it popping on these niggas. Put the city on the map. Ah! Uh. Ah!
1: Wow.
2: Notice. notice, Ah! Notice. 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 Oh. Oh,
4: Montana.
0: Montana. In your chair. Your chair. Yo, this nigga Omari on his yo, yo. <laughs> He's like the fucking greatest ever right Listen, now, yo
5: Strategic planning <laughs> You don't always have to say what you do
0: Yo, this nigga did it on the nigga's birthday though You know what I'm saying? Now I wonder how they're gonna flip this into a loving hip hop storyline because that's all them niggas oh, got oh, now. It, it, oh, it's it, over. It, it, it ain't no. It ain't no storyline. That is King Me. <laughs> look, I heard the nigga Fizz just put a song out or something, a rap song. I tried to look it up on Spotify. I couldn't find that shit. Maybe mm. I'm typing it in wrong. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Listen. I don't know.
5: That man is not eating no more. You hear me? Put a stop to that. They better do. They low. Appearances because Lil' Fizz okay. is no more. You might as well go by his old name. <laughs> Omorian oh, <laughs> old <laughs> he owned all of that. <laughs> Ain't no more Lil Fizz out here
0: yo so the whole time this nigga was dancing and doing the moonwalk all zen that nigga wasn't really all zen i knew i knew that that nigga was planning some shit yo but like i said i still think he gonna say some shit about this on the album that he's working on and putting out but nah i ain't know he was gonna do this but it was like he did the vlad interview and the nigga said yeah the millennium tour is still gonna come come back And I was thinking like, yo, how is that shit going to work out? But then that further, look, when when he said it before and I thought that he was going to still bring B2K on tour with him. No, sir. it, it It further made my theory feel true that them niggas really wasn't friends in the first place. They was business partners, associates, and, you know, that's why the homie code really didn't apply when it came to him fucking the girl April. But then now this move that Omarion pulled. It also solidifies my argument That you know he they, he they were replaceable And for real this tour They gonna make way more money on this tour Than off the last one Because when you add Bow Wow and Soldier Boy to the mix Along with Lloyd Who they dug Sammy up from yeah, somewhere yeah, Where the yeah. fuck is Sammy hey, in at? It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's,
5: it's, it's a great move I, I like it um, And people forget he had a uh, A, a a career of his own without B2K, and course, he had yeah, hits, yeah, yeah, by himself. So he he could go off tour off of those songs and those things. And why not throw these 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 old fellas? Now they old, you feel know I me? Mean? But growing up, they all these fellas had hits, man.
0: Yo, these niggas had hits together, yo. Like it's on, Soldier on... Boy.
5: Soldier Boy was relevant at, at one point Yo, in time. Man.
0: Right. No. But but not even that. I'm talking like Omarion and the nigga Bow Wow had a whole album together called Face Off, and that's what they call in the whole tour and shit. Where they got the picture yeah, with the with the faces on the front, like the, the Omarion face this way, Bow Wow face what, that what's way.
5: What's the song? Uh, MIA. That's the um, name.
0: Hold up, I man. They, uh, they I get... think
5: I think that song is on there. That's my song. Since you've been away. Yeah.
0: Now nah, they got they got some joints um, that they had together and shit. Um, what was the fucking shit called? Oh right, 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 right. Nah, this, MIA this shit, is on. Shit,
5: album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, how old was I? <laughs>
0: they had this shit.
5: <laughs> Damn, let me hold you. Yeah,
0: All right. Uh, yeah they had this shit too. Nah hey,
5: no. hey If if you a 90s yeah, baby If you are a 90s baby And you never tried to dance Like with Marion You're not a real nice See
6: I know you got a man ma But understand He can't do you like I can my And all I'm saying Is just get a boy a chance ma Yeah they had a couple joints down, You know what Screaming like a fan ma hey, Okay
0: Yeah But anyways Enough of that shit Um (laughs) Tory Lanez has the number one R&B album he lost out The number one slot on Billboard Whoever made this uh, Even an article is an asshole I'm probably a Tory Lanez hater And when you lose out to Celine Dion It doesn't really count you know what I'm saying Like Celine Dion if she puts an Album out she's gonna get number one Especially on Billboard And, And that's Billboard's fault it's not Tory's fault so Tory really has the Number one album as far as I'm concerned And that's the way that I'm Rolling with it You know what I mean Like Give him a round of applause for
5: Shout out to Terry man.
0: Now um, There was an interview That I caught About um, With Hip Hop DX It was with Princess and Diamond From Crime Mob And they talked about How they're getting ready To put out some new music I actually had got That last little Mixtape The uh, the vagina tape Or some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Vagina power Or some shit like that I forget what it was called But the shit was hard You know what I'm saying Um Of course you know We're looking forward To some new crime mob shit Now They did describe it As being like Adult c- Crime mob I'm not sure how Adult Adult knuck If you buff uh, Sounds like to see, me Like see, I so I want they, they, they might go for more
5: Of the, the
0: I want to hear Irresponsible girl. crime mob You know what I'm saying Like uh,
5: I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where to the place them at this time, you well, feel I me? Mean?
0: Well, here's the thing, because they are a female-driven group, obviously, and the way that she's the saying- whole, The thing,
5: whole group is coming back? Yeah, the whole group, I Whoa. mean, well,
0: well, all right, they didn't really say that, basically what they said was that Crime Mob was working on an album, and that her and Princess were really putting together a lot of the records, and then, I guess- they're going to bring the guys into the fold like that, but they've always nah, kind of
5: been... I, if, if it's just a female thing, I think they they could... They have a pocket, but if the whole group, as in a whole, I don't think they could come back out, man. I don't think... I don't know.
3: I mean, I don't, they, what they
0: do... Little have Scrappy,
5: too? Right. <laughs> Ain't he part of crime? Out? Nah, I don't nah. think Little Scrappy... He was on the nug if you bucked, John, wasn't he? Uh, I guess, don't know.
0: Yeah. All right, nah, nah, nah. But I mean... I mean, females are swimming right now, so I mean, yeah, I that's i think what that Diamond I'm saying. Diamond and Princess yeah. together, if the they, original
5: hot girl, yeah, 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 they people forget yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah, I I, right. I, I, yeah, for Princess and Diamond to come out, I, I think they, yeah, they, they could definitely do that, but the whole crime mob group, I don't know. Let's leave Nuck if you buck. Where is that? <laughs> All
0: right. So Kanye West is creative as fuck. Um, and he decided More to Kanye. make a opera. I know, I can't get away from Kanye, because he be doing <laughs> shit, yo. And this nigga casted Sheck West as, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's never to not judge her. But anyways... <laughs> um. Yeah that's interesting how that's gonna play out You know what I'm saying It's an opera It's an opera I mean basically he did it at Hollywood Bowl on the 24th Mm -hmm. And I mean a lot of people came out to it And I guess you know there were mixed reactions to it But here's my whole thing I told people that the main conversation around Kanye West Should not been about how they felt about the project Because I said and I'll say it again That is going to be seen later on down the line As the closest thing to what you can call Perfect album Especially if they allowed it to Pass for gospel Music when it came to the charts Now I fucking hate billboard Charts and the whole chart system and the Grammy system and all this fucked up shit I hate all this shit however I know how it works Mm -hmm. And when I saw that Kanye West occupied the entire Top 10 of the gospel Charts for billboard I said oh Oh my fucking yeah, yeah. god. This nigga pulled Right now, this shit I think off.
5: I think his goal is just to yo, do whatever musically yo, he can do. He's you doing
0: operas and he's gonna yeah. do the super church tour. Watch. Joel Olstein was just the beginning. He's gonna do the tours, touring the super churches. He's,
5: he's gonna he's gonna catch a lot of flack over this. It's
0: yeah. all good because he doesn't have to charge a penny for these tickets to these shows because people are buying the fuck out of Yeezys, yo. Yeah. You gotta understand, yeah. like like this whole shit isn't about selling music for a dude who's damn near a billionaire now. He's approaching it. Off of the merch and the clothing and the shoes and all that yeah, shit, especially yeah. the shoes. So for Kanye, man, he can carry this to the to the motherfucking billionaire mark.
5: He he, but this is what I'm saying. When you dealing with churches and and church folk, it's a difference because now you are entering their world, and if you're not perceived how they think you should be perceived to enter their world, then there's nothing you could do about that. Well you think about this. Saying? Let me ask
0: you this. Is it is it really being perceived entering into the world or is it because a lot of them, not not the real sanctified ones, not to get into some religious stuff right now. Right. But I'm just saying <laughs> that the ones who are pulling a lick anyways, right, using the church as the lick, get in the bag, you know what I'm saying? Right. Which we know is happening. Right. They are the ones that are probably upset that because like Kanye the, has figured out a way to get the bag better than y'all.
5: Right. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> nah, because it, Joe because listen. Like listen, listen Joe Osteen <laughs> caught a lot of flack behind it. You get what I'm saying, and people of his church and Think everything. about this. Think about this. So, I hey, listen, Look, if he if he could pull it off,
0: publicity is publicity for Kanye.
5: Any anything is good for Kanye, right? Yeah, right. They're so not, that's that's why he probably they are in not the talking opera about the in. TMZ
0: situation about the slavery was a choice. They're not talking about the MAGA hat. They aren't talking about this right now. <laughs> They are talking about the opera and Jesus is king. Because like I said a couple episodes back, you can't boo Jesus. Man. This is playing out for you guys in front of your faces. What I said.
5: Listen. (laughs) More power to him, man. All
0: right, so Nicki Minaj (laughs) has been in this situation um, with the Tracy Chapman sample for the record that her and Nas had when they were in a little situationship thing back in the day. Um, And apparently Funkmaster Flex has to do a deposition because, as we know, Funkmaster Flex played the song called Sorry on the radio. And basically what the case is alleging is that Nicki Minaj gave the record to Flex to facilitate leaking the song in order to still use it to um, promote her album Queen after Tracy Chapman decided not to clear the sample. All right. So apparently, a lot of this case is going to lean on whether Funkmaster Flex um, testifies or not. But I think the problem with this is that the judge has issued. a factual. Uh, the judges issued some type of. Um, they issue some type of thing. Um, it's called a privilege log. There, there's the word. All right. So they 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 give her 14 days to produce what's known as a privilege log, which is a list of documents that the rapper believes should remain private. And part of that is text messages allegedly that exist from Nicki Minaj telling Funk Master Flex to play the song on the radio and that Funkmaster Flex is going to be deposed about this shit. So if he says that it doesn't exist and Nicki Minaj produces it, he'll basically be perjuring himself. Right. But if he says so,
5: so now you're snitching. are they going to say snitching? <laughs> <laughs> so now Funk master Flex is snitching. <laughs> hey, I tell I, hey, you better uh, take man. the... Uh, <laughs> Hey, I don't know I don't what know, the day. Hey.
0: Now what? Hey, <laughs> look, 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 look. What is look, he going to say? The, not the court shit is funny, but I'm gonna watch this shit intent and closely, and I would love to see how this plays out. Like I want to see how Funkmaster Flex navigates through this situation, mm, 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 mm. because I mean, as far as he's concerned, it's like he's like, yeah, shit. Texas sent me the record and I played it on the radio. I'm right. a DJ. My name is Funk Master Flex. That's what I do. Right. Would that be snitching? If if <laughs> it, it
5: would be snitching, if that's not what he's supposed to say, you feel me? Like
0: what? But look now, now here's the other here's the other side of it. So now he says, Nah, Nicki never sent me nothing, and um, I just happened to stumble upon the record. On my own and played it on the radio. And then the judge makes her turn over this privilege log and Nikki turns over the text message where she's like, Yeah, flex, play that shit. Now that nigga perjured himself. Now he can go to jail anyway. Hey, yeah.
5: Hey, my <laughs> wife had my phone. That wasn't me texting. He better say something like that, because if he say Nikki sent me them file and told me to play this song. Yeah, I don't think he's on hot ninety seven no more.
0: All right. Well, shout outs to the baby. He just inked a huge publishing deal with Universal Music Publishing. On baby on baby. Yeah, I, yeah. I love this guy. Um, the deal also covers music released by the Charlotte-based record label South Coast Music Group, which is the baby's record label, and it's getting him close to being able to. Um, To really launch a full ventured company which is one thing that him and his partner have been looking to do for a while Um, his partner is an entrepreneur named arnold taylor and he is the ceo of south coast music group so I mean, we already know that the baby has been killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a breakthrough year this past year. Yeah, definitely. Um, Suge, is, um, Suge is double platinum certified, 248 million streams, Dang. and I'm so pissed off that he is not eligible for Best New Artist for the Grammys based on his previous mixtapes, which is fucking bullshit. Because I'm not even gonna go there, but we all know that. They'll. The, the, there, there's been someone else who's won before, for a mixed mixtape. So he he's not eligible. Well, well all right. Basically, last, look. A, last year. Freshman? Here's the thing. All right, look. Last week I started. I broke down what the qualifications were for some of these things for the Grammys, mm-hmm. and they're very vague and very direct at the same time. Mm-hmm. They had to have an ill motherfucker write these, right? So <laughs> basically, for the, you to be considered a new artist. It's based on your activity of when your releases in the qualifying time entered the pub, what they can call the public consciousness. I don't know how you quantify when the public became conscious to an extent of an artist and what level that is to consider them new like, or yeah, not. New.
5: Is it around your town? Is it the statewide? It national, it, what it means you know what
0: is that. The the Grammy committee can pick them the way that they see fit, right? And they have a plausible reason why.
5: Technically, everybody always blow up in their town. No, it's because
0: Lizzo or Billie Eilish is supposed to win Best New Artist. You can't have the baby there because the baby would would might win. He's yeah, he
5: would win. Based on sell, I only heard one
0: song by Lizzo. Well, nah, she. I mean, she. She's definitely killing it. But I we we gonna get to her later. We yeah. ain't gonna talk about her just yet because because right, because right. I, I touched on right. her last week when we talked about the industry plan shit. But nah, nah. Shout out
5: to her, man. Anybody that's making their money, man. It, yeah, yeah. You found a way, and yeah, and can't nobody take that away from you, man. Shout out
0: to her. All right, so. um, there's been some rappers that's been doing this college thing and it's a dope ass idea and I like it. Like um Ludacris is artist in residence at a college um in Atlanta and rapper Mia X becomes a rap professor um, at a college herself, the university school of music industry in New Orleans and She's going by the identity Professor X now, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? And basically, she's like teaching rap and teaching rap structure and performance and stuff like that. And I think that this is dope. I think that instead of, um, The older rappers Always complaining About the shit That they don't like About the younger generation Mm -hmm. Then why don't you Teach them With your know it all Ass self You know what I'm saying What the fuck You want them to do Because at the end of the day I mean It's always gonna be that way There's always gonna be Generational gaps But you know I like when I see Artists Going to help The next generation Of artists Understand some of the shit But look right. so
5: look Let me ask you this though Do you think this Takes away from the culture Because the the hip-hop culture Because from generation to generation The culture has been built from the ground up Not taught, you get what I'm saying? Right. So now that this is being taught in the classroom We're basically teaching the culture Which means the culture is going to be more saturated And more watered down And anybody can now enter this culture You get what I'm saying? The qualifications to be in a certain lane was different back then than it is now you know what i'm saying i can
0: see i can see why why where you would go there right but on the flip side of that you got to think of the students in that class that can grasp it the ones that really could be like that next one then wouldn't it be good for them to learn some type of shit Early, of course, of like course. some type of structure, some type of, of course, idea yeah. of how the business works on the back end or even just, you know, when it comes right. to arrangement of a record or what it comes right, to right, knowing right. what a top line is and how you can you can sell the melody and the words separately. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. like you know what I'm saying. I mean little, for
5: those for those for those purpose is always good to Teach and learn You get what yeah. I'm saying
0: Like even I've learned stuff e- Even just myself This past year Like man Once I learned What really How to do um, What the difference is In the In the In the clearances When mm-hmm. it came to doing A, a sample from the master mm-hmm. Versus that And doing like An interpolation of it mm-hmm. Man once I really Understood what that shit meant Right I'm like yo Like I wish that I could go somewhere And and just learn all the shit that I don't know yet. But now, but
5: now the difference is, music has been made off of based off your life story, right? But now, if you're being taught this formula, you could basically just insert the words wherever they need to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's going. Is we we ain't gonna probably see it right away. You know what I'm saying? That's for another generation to come up, and, and yeah, we'll probably be old and all that by the time we see. That generation come into play, but to me, it's just it's something about the pain people speak. You feel me in their music? That's that that makes it that you can't. That's not something that you could teach or you feel me. That's that's experience. You feel me? You can't teach experience. Right, right. So yeah, we'll. I guess we'll see how that turns out.
0: All right. Well, all right. So last week we were talking about industry plants and it was in you know backlash towards lizzo who i guess is feeling it so she went ahead and issued some statements and was talking about how you know it's been eight years of touring with negative 32 in her bank account and you know basically she's trying to change the narrative out there of her and basically telling people that look I've been out here grinding and struggling, playing shows for free beer and food with no money. Constantly writing a song, always hearing no, but always thinking yes. You know what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. she hasn't been um, a overnight success, right? Now, um, based on the definition of what I originally found of what the industry plant meant, and that was my whole idea of that. I was confused of if people were using the term the right way because what I think an industry plant is isn't the same as what they think. Now that I really start looking at it, my feelings towards Lizzo and whether or not I think she's a plant are starting to change just a tad bit. And here's the reason why. Is she saying that she kept hearing no until she finally heard yes, right? Mm Mm-hmm and that she's been grinding for eight years, then there is a public narrative that's going on that that's true. She heard yes when the music industry needed a plant that fit the big girl body positive mode that they knew that the public would respond to in a certain way. Right. So that basically, although she's been touring and grinding for eight years, the feeling is that all of us heard about her at the same time.
5: Right. right, And when
0: we heard her, when we heard her, it was immaculately done, created music. Like the Mm. music was perfect. It was way too perfect. You know what I'm saying? For, for this to be from a person who didn't have the money behind them, but Mm. she's not denying that she had a record deal and that she used to want to just rap on trap beats and shit like that. And that, you know, eventually she started doing different types of music. And then now this music is working. So right. it's like, I understand why, you know, she doesn't fit what, what, what I would consider an industry plant. But I do have to at least like raise my eyebrow to the idea of that the reason why the label decided to push her could be for that reason. I think that would be plausible. Uh, that, that's, but that's, I don't think there's anything wrong doubt, with that. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's without a doubt because everybody has their place. And if they seen a market that you would fit and all you needed was... And everybody forget that she still has to make the music to go with this. You get what I'm saying? Right. And regardless if... They put a push behind it and not that's still her using her creativity. So regardless of what the 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 record label, what kind of push they put behind her, she still has to fill that void of the music part. Because so, this
0: is how I'm saying it. If mm-hmm. this is what people mean when they say industry plant, then either A, there are way more fucking industry plants than the public wants to acknowledge. As a matter of fact, your favorite rapper is probably a plant. Right. Or B, everyone is very confused as to how marketing works, and right. I'm going to lean towards that because the problem with people in general is everyone likes to think of themselves as 100% autonomous, unique individuals who are 100% responsible for making their own decisions regarding what they wear, what they buy, what they eat, as well as 100% of their own opinions. Right. However, if that were true, then marketing firms and departments would not exist. Right. Some human behavior responses can be predicted to an extent, and psychology is taken into account when certain things are presented to us. So, you know, the gangster rapper that you like might be a plant too if Lizzo's a plant because he fits a mold that you were predisposed so, to like. So with all they, that
5: being, being
0: said... Then everyone's a fucking plant. Not dude, even you know everyone. Like, the like, biggest like,
5: artist in the world yeah. would be a plant. Drake, if that's the case. But this He is started why. off in acting. He already had, a, 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 I guess, a following from being Jimmy. I used to watch Degrassi. You feel me? So I knew who he was before the music came. So why not throw him in this fold? And by the time he came out, the music was perfect. Right.
0: He he almost went... So far gone, almost got a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? I just believe that... We as people are going to create narratives um, Sometimes based off of The little tidbits that the media gives us And the way they spin it to us And then they they let it sit with us without context And that we do what we do with it And I'm a firm believer of That one of the worst feelings in the world Is realizing that you're Outside of the inside joke Or that you're late to the party Knowing something So the fact that some of these artists Just kind of blew up overnight With the right record at the right time We all want to say that they're planted because we don't want to admit that we relate to the party when we heard about them. Uh, There's probably a bunch of people who knew about them way before we did. Right. We didn't know about them until they were a commercial success. And I think in front every of our every face. artist is right. like that because yeah. we're not looking for the shit. There's a bunch of artists who I know that are dope, and I know that y'all ain't looking for them because I do all their distribution and I can see the numbers. I, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I know what's going on for real yeah, behind if it.
5: If it's an industry plant, it would be, what's his name? Lil Tekka? Lil, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. What's that song? That's but your, I like this song. Hard you know? bro, yeah. <laughs> 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 I got Black man, What you want? Yeah, but it's like where he come from. He's 16 years old. Like, All right. What look, are you talking about? I don't even you want to talk what? about that. I like that.
0: <laughs> look, um, we're going to get into a burn notice. Um, But when we come back, we are going to talk more about how the media can really distort our perception and really relate it back to what we're doing here podcasting and how it's kind of one of those things that you kind of got to deal with because at the end of the day all we can do is react based off of the information that's presented to us but when a voice is powerful as Charlemagne the god or joe budden or dj academics or someone like that um one opinion can completely change the course of an artist's career Um, but first we're going to get you a burn notice Alright, this burn notice is going out to Kaylani with this new record. You know what's up. Ben. Notice, 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 notice.
1: notice.
0: You've been burned.
1: This used to
7: be my favorite time of the morning. Text you like a morning. spend the day we ain't spoken. All of I mean feels not- not- How not- could not- you not- let not- it not- go not- like that? How come it always goes like that? Wondering where I mess up at to always go through it, always go through this. Why I gotta beg to be chosen over your vices, over your liquor? Why I gotta ask for flowers? I deserve roses, I deserve liquor. I know you're trying to change, but is it all worth the way? It hurts to stage as much as it hurts to walk away. You got demons, I got drama, we both got triggers. I hate drama, I'm embarrassed, I'm in shock. Here wide open, and I don't stop, and I wash your demons badly. Notice, notice, notice. All this drama, you're embarrassed, and it's shocking, we still in love, and the shit don't stop, and the shit don't stop. Mm-hmm. Still tell the world I'm in love with you Cause I ain't ashamed of shit Got your name tatted on my wrist Any bitch got a phone to pick and nose phone to hit Cause I'm still with all the actions and all the shit You still my love You still my heart That's still my dick Jackson notice
2: notice
7: notice don't lose a girl of your dreams waited five years to be on my team look damn good fucking with me love how i'm always on 20. how i keep it tight and cleanly fuck you in the truck when it's empty and i throw it back when you miss me and i pull up when you hear me i'ma say it loud so you hear me oh. you like demons i got drama we both got triggers i hate drama i'm embarrassed i'm a shop. here wide open and i don't Stop. and wash your oh. hands, cause me trauma Now I'm triggered, all this drama. drama You're embarrassed, stand a shock Can we still in love And this shit don't stop and this shit don't stop
1: Notice. Notice.
0: Notice. Notice. All right, so I finally caught that Temptation Island shit, you and oh, that shit is. The greatest show on television. (laughs) (laughs) But look, it was like, I had my TV on USA, I guess, watching Law and Order or some shit before I went and do a bunch of running around yesterday. So when I got home at like three something in the morning, I walk in the door- going my um my TV's on already on USA Temptation Island on and they right at the bonfire oh, and the nigga walk in there all confident it's a little little nigga named Rick little slick Rick right slick Rick slick Rick rocking there <laughs> confident <in some> as <laughs> a motherfucking shit right and you know the host is all calm and he's like all right so we're going to show you some clips basically I'm paraphrasing just to make this More interesting. This is how it sounds in my mind. He's like, so (laughs) we're going to show you some clips of questionable things your girlfriend has been doing on the other island. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, me and my girlfriend, we set rules when we came in here. And I'm confident in our four-year relationship. And then they press play. And Rick's girl is getting ready to get some dick. From this big muscle bound nigga Named oh, KD Big God. ball head muscle bound <laughs> Tattooed nigga oh, With a my. beard Is in the bed with shorty put, Pulled the blankets up He's getting ready to give Rick girl The dick All the business All the dick <laughs> So and, and it's not just us assuming That they was just fucking Because They let us know You know Like other people On the episode Like Yeah she slept with them off the break before they even went out on the date because you get to pick people for the date. So if anybody hasn't seen this show before, it's like four couples, they split in half. They send the guys to an island with like 12... Girls And they saying the girls to the island with, like, 12 guys. But these ain't, like, your regular girls and guys. We're talking, like, Playboy model chicks and, like, you know, top model Instagram model chicks. Oh, and man. we talking, like, dudes that look like they used to play in the NFL. They, this, like, Arabesque man, oh, man, Ebony Man of the Year is there trying to play sport coat and take your girl. And the crazy thing oh, about the bad. show is that what they did is they took your regular reality dating show... That you put on an exotic island and then you add dirty Mackin to the equation. Because that is what this show is. It's like, yo, the nigga be like, So, has Gavin ever asked you about your hometown? Like he's never wanted to visit your culture? And she's like, No, I always talk about it, but I try to get him to watch Carnival on TV and he's like, Uh, whatever, damn. If I was your man, I would never like, like it'd be like super dirty macking going on. Crazy. But anyways, Rick girl gets dick down. Cool. Rick is <laughs> upset. They pan to his face. They pan back to the host face. It's so crazy, right? So then they fast forward down later. Now Rick got this one joint named Medina, and Medina is trying to throw him that Uchiwali. Right now, let me tell you, Medina is a bad little joint. As a matter of fact, I went and looked her up. And she happens to be a podcaster herself with a podcast called Cocktails that she does with this other joint named Kiki. And I listened to it today and I love that shit. I fucking subscribe to it and all that shit. But anyways, Medina is trying to give Rick that, And Rick is playing all hard to get in fucking shit, right? Pushing her off, right? So That's what you're supposed so, to do So now Rick Cause Rick still thinks He can salvage the relationship So he goes back to the bonfire dun, 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 dun. Not, not after that nah, No nah, He goes nah. back to the bonfire His All girl right, nah. Is on a date With the same nigga Again So now he's extra hurt about it Right Yeah So yeah. now is still trying To give him some ass Or whatever he end up asking another chick on a date just to throw off, right? So Medina ends up going on a date with the nigga who she'll want to go on a date with. But, I mean, I ain't going to recap this whole fucking show. But let me tell you <laughs> that I don't give a fuck who knows it. I am watching this shit all the way to the end. (laughs) I am committed to this shit now. This is the wildest shit I I have ever seen on TV.
3: I blame real world. Like, what the fuck? This shit is Real world popped
5: everything off. And now this is what we've come to, man. You are are on national TV. The host with a straight face, he He'd be
0: like, so Rick, sick Rick, um, let me ask you. (laughs) After watching the clip, um, how, how does that make you feel? What? And then when the other guys, are be like, hey, man, like, I don't really feel like... um, I feel like my girl's just having fun. Like, I'm having fun. I'm still secure. And the host will remind you, he would be like, well, (laughs) Rick thought it was all good, too. And look at him now. Like, it'd be some shit like that. Like, yo, like, this shit is cutthroat.
5: I would not put myself in that situation. The
0: one white boy had the threesome pop in. Then the one, they got this one young girl on there, a little cute little white joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, But she's like... Um, 22 years old, right? So, like, she's, like, mad, like, stage four clinger. So, like, she's clinging on the dude who's there, who has a whole relationship on the other island. Right. And she's having a meltdown because this motherfucker picked another chick for the date, and then they all calling him an asshole. So now he felt, like, pressured into going on another Don't, date with right. the young joint. It is nuts, yo. Like, this oh, is some man. wild shit. I can't believe it. I Canada. wonder how much they're getting paid for this shit. But according to Medina, hey, baby, according to her, um, they <laughs> ain't really get paid that much or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I I,
5: I I hope these is not real relationships that's being tested, man, because if if you in a real relationship and you go on this show knowing that it's called Temptation Island, you might as well end it right there. You, well, might, as well. you okay. might as well cut it right there. Well, all I'm, I know like, is I'm that... I'm telling you now, me being me, you, yeah. <laughs> hey, you ain't throwing All I know is that is as comical
0: me. as this show is and as much entertaining as I was, Medina is definitely the reason why I'm going to keep watching it, <laughs> and I sent her a DM because I want her to be a calling guest on this podcast, so if you are listening... You already know. (laughs) Ayo, you gotta listen to that shit, yo. This shit's called Cocktails. Um, Dirty Discussions, right? But at the beginning of the show... I think I heard of it. At the beginning of the show, they have, like, an actual cocktail that they tell you, like, how to mix the drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they just tell, like... Their little thotty little stories and shit, yo And it is fucking awesome, yo Like, I I I love it Like, I would love to have a conversation with her and Kiki Like, me and you have a conversation with her and Kiki It would be so awesome You know what I'm saying? I would love it, you know what I'm saying? They're doing their thing And I love talking to other podcasters there's a um, there's one who we will be talking to soon. Um, there's a podcast called After Orange Slices. Mm. I reached out to them. We've talked this week, so we should be linking up with them soon. And, of course, we should be doing another collaboration with Hollywood from the Truth Pill podcast, who dropped some truth pills on us last week. So, yeah, we're definitely out here networking, you know what I'm saying, trying to okay. do what to do. Definitely. um definitely. But... Yeah, we got off on a fucking Temptation Island tangent, and I'm supposed to be talking about how the media has brainwashed everybody, you know, from this fucking little report and this article that i seen that's basically trying to blame everything on Charlamagne and Joe Budden and them. And although I understand what they're saying, listen, they're full of shit, and people just need to understand why, and we don't get to that, so let's do it. This burn notice is going out to the game for the light off his new album, Born to Rap. You
6: in a
8: lonely place, how can you be so blind? You're still regretting the love you left
5: left
1: behind. Ben. Notice. Notice.
2: Notice. notice, notice.
0: You've been burned.
1: I see.
8: Are you expecting the
2: final love? Notice. 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 You've
9: been Used to sell it all night. Virgil owe me a percentage of that off-white. Take a nigga bitch out of spite. I'm every bitch tight. I'm on the block, road, trucks, sitting nice. Niggas still can't see me, I'm hiding in plain sight. Last 15 years of my life, I cut any hip-hop nigga fucking throat with this mic. I hit the dealership and get the niggas right. Before you cop it, you gotta ask, what's the price? You in the club making toast to your life. I'm in this ghost getting dope at this light. We ain't the same nigga Your tickets by the lights. I'm wiping sweat off my Fendi at this Pacquiao fight. Niggas that I thought was, wasn't that nice. If it's only hip hop, tell M step in this light. Tell Cole step in this light. Tell Dot step in this light. Tell Drizzy step in this light. Travis Scott step to the light.
2: Notice
9: notice notice 300 bars was just the intro that was me and DJ Ski Basement relaxed off M You ain't even seen me off the throne yet You ain't heard me on a county jail phone yet I ain't even set the tone yet Pitch a Wu-Tang mobbing deep on a Norian Capone set My diamonds offset Yeah, my Audemars wet. wedding look like me Nicki and Cardi B having phone sex Who gon' flex? Who on next? How many niggas out in body me and Hove ain't good a song yet And all you niggas capping acting like you own jets Landed at Teeterboro and bring that ass to phone flex when them Dracos you be shooting at niggas on text All these threats ain't even comfortable inside your own flesh Jimmy Iovine should have kept his advice Instead of telling niggas they can ever step in this life Tell Future step in this life Tell Chance step in this life Tell Sean step to this life If it's only hip-hop tell niggas step in my life
0: I was reading this article, basically it was talking about how the media influences hip-hop and more so how media personalities like Charlamagne, Ebro, Joe Budden, academics, people like that can influence the narrative or the public perception of an artist. And some of the points that they did have did make sense, you know what I'm saying? But... Alright, I'll get to my beef with it at the end. So, Charlamagne is one guy who, if you remember back during the Drake situation, Charlamagne had shitted on Drake so much, every chance he could get, on The Breakfast Club, on Vlad, and all that shit, that people of the casual fan, you know what I'm saying, variety, started to side with the narrative that Charlamagne was creating about Drake. So, it no longer really became about his music... It was about, he was emotional. It was about the antics. It was about these different tactics that they had after him, right? And then when Charlemagne decided to jump on Drake's side in the Meek Mill Beef. It changed the narrative And started swaying people Over to Drake's side It pushed him into a different place Now even if it wasn't genuine The enemy of my enemy is my friend You gotta figure that Charlotte had beef with Funk Flex And Funk Flex was riding the shit out of Meek Mill And then talked about a diss That was supposed to come out And then it, it didn't happen And then when it didn't happen Charlemagne opportunistic guy, you know what I'm saying? Jumped to Drake's defense. Drake made a bar about it. Sent bottles to Charlemagne. We all know how that shit ended. So, you know, it was um, one of those situations where um, where Flex took sides early in the beef by pushing the narrative that drake saw himself as superior to meek and that's why he didn't tweet the album and that completely fucked up the rollout for the rico single because if you remember right before they had the beef they had the single on meek's album and part of the thing that pushed the beef over the top was the fact that drake didn't tweet his album same thing that meek had beefed with wale about before you see what i'm saying but if you look at it when it happened Funkmaster Flex was one of those guys who was on the radio and on his website and on his little shit and fucking pushing the narrative, um, like, making it a bigger thing than it really was. And that's what really helped spill it over. And then you figure he also is the guy who leaked the Quentin Miller references and, you know what I'm saying, overhyped all kinds of shit. Like, if you really look at it, it starts to make sense when they say that the um, the media can distort the perception or the same thing with like Joe Budden versus the Migos. Like people might look at it from the outside looking in or from one perspective and say, Oh, well the Migos really won that. Well, look at what they had to do. Like they had to parody everyday struggle in their music video Mm -hmm. and incorporate the (laughs) joke back into the music because the joke started to overshadow the music. Like the beef between you and Joe Budden, Was bigger than your single That you had coming out And you guys had to do something different To make it work So it's crazy because I really started Thinking to myself like damn How often am I Influenced knowing how this shit works and how marketing works to go into an album or go into a situation with a certain expectation a certain idea that I've already formed about you <laughs> based on what I've heard about you and it's crazy because it's true so then what we're doing with this platform with podcasting it's almost like you know I feel as though that there's gonna be times where I guess I guess In in some people's opinion, we are going to be irresponsible with our platform, but it's only because we can only react off of information that we get at the time, and we may shape a narrative that isn't what it actually is, but without the context of not knowing, we'll never know, and... And it just is what it is. I think that's just part of what goes along with this shit. Like, I don't think that this deserves a whole breakdown and a whole study of saying that the media can influence you. Like, nigga, like... You eat. You've eaten cereal in your life because you saw a commercial for it, and that commercial implanted a seed in your mind that you should go eat this fucking cereal. And you've bought Jordans and all kinds of other shit for the same reason. Nine out of ten things that you do is because you were influenced by some type of outside situation. So it's no difference. That's the, that's
5: the purpose of media, ain't it?
0: Yeah. But
5: but what, what what I'm what I have to say is um to get around that. Uh, artists have to be more proactive to me and and stop being in a shell or too much into themselves and get out in front of these stories before they do become part of the media. You know what I'm saying? Such as the Summer Walker situation and how she goes about it. It might come off as rude or whatever people might perceive it, but she's clearing clearing the air. Like, I'd rather... Get whatever I got to say off my chest, and to let people think whatever they think. And then after I say whatever I say, you can phone me your opinion after that. But you 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 have to get in front in front of the, whatever is being said. And if you don't, then the media has all right to say what they say and think what they think and paint whatever picture they whatever picture they want to paint. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. Um, and and even if you think about even recent stuff like um. Like Camp Floggna situation, you know what I'm saying? Tyler described that situation with Drake being booed as watching cancel culture happen in real time. But if you look at what happened, it's not even just that. It's that the me- the media just pushed the narrative in the headline. Drake got booed at Camp Floggna. When I first saw this, that's all I got from it. So I said, right. "What the fuck? How does the biggest artist in the fucking world get booed at?" camp foggnaw no, of all festivals in the world and i was like well maybe that crowd just didn't fuck with him but i didn't have all the information i didn't know that he got booed from frank ocean fans who creatively imagined that frank ocean was supposed to be at a concert that he never said he was gonna be at see the media didn't give me that part the media knew that part but they decided to push the part of the narrative that they wanted and that shaped my opinion of the whole story when it first started you right. see what i'm saying So I can see how this shit happens in real time Because it just happened to me Mm. Now um, I don't think the media is swaying me wrong with this one Or maybe they are But the alleged Patreon account of Jocelyn Savage is shut down For those of y'all that don't know A Patreon is like a personal crowdfunding type of thing Where you can raise money for yourself But it's basically so like your patrons can get like exclusive content and shit like that but basically, whoever the person was um that was associated, they don't know if it was really her, but Jocelyn Savage is like one of the ex girlfriends uh of R Kelly, and well, that she was basically yeah. going to um tell a bunch of exclusive stories of like all kinds of crazy shit that R Kelly did to her, so I don't know that's some wild. so now she's on legit. the other side. <clears throat> Um, I guess, I mean, basically, I mean, they shut the Patreon account down and they refunded all the money to all the people, but there was a bunch of people apparently that bid money or like paid money that was looking to get some of these stories.
5: Yeah, they want that story. Whatever She's, she says, is, she said, is she, to said to things, how much time she said
0: things I'm going to reveal that was sweared not to see light of day by an NDA. She said I'm risking my life for many others. This story is 18 plus and only for a mature audience. I want to make sure my story is very detailed as I can remember, and. Um, yeah, it's some crazy shit so.
5: Yeah, he he's going away for right. a long time When she comes out with this And this is supposed to be his trusted You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: she was getting rid that shit straight from the internet Alright, so Bernie Sanders walks out The young thugs pick up the phone at a campaign Yes,
5: rally. sir
0: Now listen, I like this shit, right? But of <laughs> course you know that there was A, a, a group of people on Twitter who of course. was upset and said that the fact that it was um he chose a young thug record meant that he was pandering to black people. Listen, when Hillary Clinton was doing it, it was pandering because it didn't feel right. We didn't, we just didn't feel that. Right, right. But we're all right with Bernie doing it. Listen, I think we're okay. Bernie with that. has yeah, yeah. got
5: our vote already. Uh, yeah. First of all, it was already said if he ran again, then we was you feel me he's already going because you got to
0: figure he went to detroit and sat down in the nail shop with cardi b so after he did that yeah it's logical to come he's out to a young thug record yeah he's you know what i'm saying culture, like he man. sat down in, in the, in
5: and the... and i think this is the time where we we make that smart decision and he obama's did that going, early he did it early yeah obama's going this is the next near thing you feel me we're going to get to close to obama besides michelle now whenever she runs you know she got, she got it on lock But this Bernie move For right now This is what needs To be made man. Shout out to Bernie Sanders Yeah
0: So Elon Musk Nut ass Got um, rich Motherfucker <laughs> problems But some super rich Nigga shit um, Where yeah, Your net worth Drops 768 yeah. million And you're still One of the richest people man. Around so basically, he came out with this. If I lose
5: a quarter, that- I'm hurting. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lost seven hundred. Uh, what million?
0: Man. He had some futuristic cyber truck shit, and it was supposed to be all. Uh, Bulletproof and all this shit like this, right? So they uh, hit the door with a sledgehammer. Ooh, everybody in the crowd's like, ah, look at this shit. <laughs> and he's like, look, even there's armored glass. That thing could stop a bullet. Look. And they throw this little metal ball at it. And that bitch goes, Psh, and shatters. The nigga Elon Musk is like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And then they're like, let's try another one. Sabotage. They threw it at the other window. Psh, breaks again. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're like, "Oh, well, we'll just fix that shit and post."
5: Nah, man, no sir. Stocks, we wanted to see that. Them now.
0: stocks did a motherfucking tuck yeah, and man. dive, nigga. <laughs> Seven hundred sixty-eight million, and then he's still a super billionaire. So I mean, yeah, that's crazy. That's
5: crazy. He whoever whoever designed that should have took it to the hood with a real bulletproof. You feel me?
0: Scooter Braun is crying, saying he's getting death threats over the Taylor Swift shit. I mean, Sheesh. listen, listen, man. You can't start crying now and be saying that she be crying, even though she do be crying. But, like, you just got to take this on the chin. Now, if niggas don't know what I'm talking about, um, long story short, because we ain't getting all that shit, but Taylor Swift was signed to a record label a long time ago. Taylor Swift trying to get her masters from that record label. She didn't get her masters. Then this nigga Scooter Braun, who's Justin Bieber peoples, and Usher them peoples, bought the record label. Now, he owns her masters. Taylor Swift was going to try to re-record them shits in a live version and re-put them out and so she can own her masters. Only problem is is that she fucking told us and everybody about it. And now Scooter Braun and M ain't trying to let her perform or do nothing with that shit. So they are beefing hard. And Taylor Swift has done what she usually does and weaponized her fans... In a nuclear fashion, and they are probably saying yeah. all types of outrageous shit to Scooter and his family over some shit that she should have just shut the fuck up about in the first place and just did that shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Why does everybody have to say everything? Like, because, yo, like, because
5: can't... we are in uh, the the social media I need to be seen now era. You know what I'm saying? Man. To where you can't even get a pair of exclusive sneakers without putting it on the internet. You know I tell what you saying? some
0: shit that does need to be seen. What? This nigga Tayrock versus fucking Rex at the fucking <laughs> Battle Academy. Yo, bro. I gotta see it, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but this nigga said some shit like, um like some shit about the, the nigga that got your chain or some shit. I'm saying it real fucked up, but you, you go watch it yourself. But basically saying that the nigga lied, saying that he died. And that the nigga who got your chain is in front of me talking about him, Tay Rock, and he is alive. And everybody was just like, "Ah!" Oh, then nigga looking at the camera like, "I am alive." <laughs> it was just like, "Yo, like, Listen, yo, man. you could just, Shout out to T-Rock, you could feel man. the energy." through a video clip. Like, you know that that was crazy to be a part of yeah, that shit. he's been putting on there. for the city yeah, for a long time,
5: saying? man. Shout out for Tay Rock. Yeah, man. Heron
0: also battled in that. He won his battle, too. So, shout out to that you nigga. Know, shout you know out saying? to Bro It was a whole Dot Mob versus Cave Gang card because <clears throat> the last time that they, you know, went up against each other, there was like a fucking brawl, you know what I'm saying, at the Summer Impact Reloaded, you know what I'm saying? So... This was Philly's chance to try to put this card together without any violence and shit. And I mean, it was heated, but I mean, they definitely got through with it. So shout outs to them. Shout outs to everybody right. involved with that. Um Buju Bantan inks a new deal with Rock Nation. Looks like Rock Nation is going around and grabbing up everything on the management well. tip. But yeah. Buju time makes sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he has been working on the Rihanna album, so it only made sense that he's there. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just like he probably got a bunch of records that he wrote on there. He just put out some new music himself. Yeah, get a little management deal with them. You hey, know what listen,
5: saying? Rock Nation is the same thing Tali Perry Studios is for that, that, that uh – Industry, you get what I'm saying. Right, Might as well right. bring everything back home, man. Every everybody get with it. You feel me? Take everything back from these big major labels and, and putting it back with our people. You feel me? It's only right. Shout out to what Jay Z doing at right Nation, man. And and more more importantly, he he's in the head of the new prison reform with Meek Mills, man. And I think that's going to be more important than anything else because that's that's. Changing lives beyond just music, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to them for what they're doing for that.
0: All right, so Floyd Mayweather is coming out of retirement, I guess.
5: Oh Jesus!
0: Um, he was with the nigga Dana White, the UFC guy. So I'm thinking that this is Conor McGregor with Floyd in Floyd, the UFC. Please
5: don't
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works. Please don't like. Lord. I mean, here's here's my thing. If Floyd can just make you have to box him the whole time in there and you don't get your rest of your body to him i guess so to speak then maybe but i think conor McGregor is probably going to beat the shit out of floyd Uh, in a fucking ufc cage
5: see this is anything goes man floyd he's too much that nigga can
0: use his feet and his Uh, elbows and all that shit yo
5: unless you've been secretly Maybe training maybe, yeah. for the for the past two I mean, and a maybe, half yeah. years. Uh, I would
0: never sleep on Floyd, but this yeah. is a different type this of is
5: situation. Not, no, sir, please don't do it. Yeah. You might as well go out with fifty and that You might as well end it after. You feel me? Don't get in that octagon with any of them. I don't care if it ain't Conor kind of McGregor. Any of them boys is that's a whole different world. <laughs> like, that is not our sport, brother. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> All right, so check this out i told you guys a couple weeks ago not once but motherfucking twice y'all better leave summer walker the fuck alone because eventually she can let y'all see that side of her y'all don't want now she's definitely over over it you know what i'm saying she got smoke for everybody right so she's addressing all this shit. first and foremost the washboard she says I washed my motherfucking ass. What I said was, I don't like to take showers. I still take them daily. I prefer baths, and I take them daily. A lot of people say they don't like to work out, but they get their fat ass to the gym, and they still work out. Hmm, got a point. A lot of people say they don't like to eat healthy, but they still eat their motherfucking vegetables. Damn, got a point. She says, I don't like to take showers. Period. Left it at that. So then, of course, the fans have been wilding her out because apparently she was three hours late to the concert that she hyped up on Instagram in Toronto. But apparently it wasn't her fault that there was a problem at the border. But the fans didn't know that. All they knew was that she posted a picture on Instagram with Drake or some shit. Like, she was hanging out with Drake, and they fucking lost it. And they had a fucking nightmare. Oh, fucking conniption. (laughs) Like, they went the fuck off, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, they're already already killing her anyway with the memes and all that shit like that, but then they just went in on her. But then she said, Toronto borders are out of fucking, are out of this fucking world. She said, they held my motherfucking truck up with all my equipment, my band equipment, that motherfucking thing in the back of me to be spinning. (laughs) I fucking love her. (laughs) That motherfucking thing in the back of me to be spinning. I know what you're talking about, baby. Uh, They held all that shit up at the border for mad long. So, bitch, how are we going to play a show with no drums, no fucking mics, and no motherfucking de- guitars? See? It's out of my motherfucking control. You know what I'm saying? She's saying a lot of motherfuckers. That means that she got the smoke for y'all. I told you. Stop fucking with her. Right. Then, Wendy Williams apparently has been talking shit. As I've been warning Wendy for a little while, Wendy needs to chill out because one of these joints is going to be time enough for you. <laughs> and you might have found one. She said... When people tell you what literally was going on with them, and then people still continue to bully them. She said, like, Wendy fucking P. Williams, that bad-built bitch. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) right. (laughs) She said, I don't even understand how she could ever. Look at how she looking. Let me stop, because I didn't come on here to spread negativity. I just came on here to explain myself. She said that bad built. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, man. Shout out to Summer Walker.
5: (laughs) See, but Summer Walker is... That down-to-earth homegirl that made it, that never switched up. You feel me? Like, most most people have switched up how they approach situations. You feel me? She's the girl that's in the house party that if you touch her butt, oh, she's gonna slap the shit out of you. You feel me? And let everybody know what you just did and make you feel like the biggest creep. Like, yeah, you, you can't you can't fuck with someone. walking. Shout out to her for being, being a right. real one, man.
0: Um, Kim Fields... Hinted that there might be a living single Reboot listen I need these fucking writers To stop doing this Every time A star from back in the day Says some vague shit in an interview Listen Every show is game For a reboot right now It don't matter who it is Every show is game If we get the right people behind it Right Now let's just play pretend would you want to see a Living Single reboot? No. I think I might. No. Those it just can't be. I don't want to see like, All right, say what you're gonna say.
5: Living Single is one of those shows that you just have to embellish from that time period. You feel me? Like it's okay to play the reruns, and, but to bring back people like a uh, uh, good show to bring back with somebody like the Waynes brothers or Martin, like those is major. Cultural impact shows You get what I'm saying And those characters Are still relevant You get what I'm saying Martin is still relevant Wayne Brothers could be Still relevant But nobody from Living singles You feel me Who I know Ken Fields And Queen Latifah. You feel me But What they gonna do In 2020 You feel me They ain't got nothing To do with the culture Right now You get what I'm saying Right So it's like I, I you, you, you could put it out But it's just gonna sit there You get what I'm saying I, This
0: is what I'm thinking of there was a trailer that was floating around on YouTube, and it was a Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like dramatic, like hard version of that shit. Now I'm not saying seen no it, shit like, like a movie version, right,
9: right, right. Yeah. Now
0: I'm not saying no shit like that, like that. But what I'm saying is, I want to see the TV drama version of some of these sitcoms. Yeah, like that, I, I want to see a TV drama version of four single women. Living in New York Or some shit You know what I mean Or yeah. living somewhere The one owns the magazine The small magazine yeah, Or the yeah. small whatever Whatever it would be now It wouldn't be a or, magazine or, it might be.
5: or the new move to do today Not just To make it like a serious You yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. Not so much yeah. Of just a two hour move Because you can't fit all of that like, In just two hours uh, Like
0: Insecure but living single.
5: I think that would be the better move and just yeah. instead of trying to put out a, a network show. You get what I'm saying? Because like, Netflix is giving out deals like crazy right now. Right. <laughs> you feel me? So if you can get some writers to think of the concept and well, even as long even as your if, name
0: is not Monique, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Exactly.
5: <laughs> That's crazy, man. But um if if, if I think they could even be a part of that in that sense, you feel me? Not as a sitcom feel me? Like a dramatic series to where you have uh, 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 different episodes that goes on that. You feel me? Yeah. I don't know. That's how I do Now,
0: this is award season, and uh, it's like the second week in a row that we're talking about it. But we're taking it to a different place because there's a new awards that are getting ready to happen. And I think it's one of the biggest things for music. Now, first and foremost... We all know that the Grammys is weird as fuck how it's set up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to be a member our of the of uh, the Recording Academy to vote on the people that are nominated. Then there's a special panel that votes from there to the final nominations. Then you can vote again, but then another special panel does the final vote. So So you have to be a specially selected person really to impact the final vote. Now, any person who meets the qualifications to be part of the Recording Academy can vote in some of the process of the Grammys. So I do think that that's one thing that I think we need to educate more songwriters and producers and artists about to just pay those dues to the Recording Academy every year so you can be part of the Grammy process. So maybe we can start getting some of the people nominated that should be nominated for certain shit. But... Going off on a tangent, I really wanted to talk about the AMAs. The AMAs tried to do it somewhat right, but it's still somewhat skewed. And what I mean is that Post Malone won favorite rap album, right, Mm -hmm. over Meek Mill and Travis Scott in that category. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to beef too much with... Post Malone over whether he, that is a he rap. He
5: hit the biggest lick in music right. ever. No, nah,
0: I'm not even going to beef with it off that for the simple fact that the category was favorite and the way the AMAs do it, which is different than the Grammys is that the AMAs are completely fan voted. So fans vote on the people who win these awards. So if Post Malone won favorite rap album, all I can say is that the fans who watched the AMAs and were aware that their vote counted voted for him more. Can't say anything bad about that. Right. Right? Still kind of flawed, but not as fucked up as the Grammys, right? <laughs> the Grammys, which hold the most weight because for an artist, there's a different dollar amount you get paid when you can say the Grammy award winning before your name. Right. It holds more weight than... The American the AMA award. Well, no, no, that one holds enough weight, but not as much as a Grammy. Definitely holds way more weight than the BT Award. Holds more weight than the BT Award. That's just as simple as plain. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But Spotify is doing an award show, and I think more artists need to pay attention to this. Now, Spotify is gonna do the inaugural version of the Spotify Awards um, on March fifth in Mexico City. Now, The reason why is that Mexico City is the country where the platform was originally founded in 2013, and it also happens to be its single largest market, you know what I'm saying, bigger than L.A. and New York markets, meaning that in Mexico City, there's more users per capita, I guess, Mm -hmm. than there is in L.A. or in New York. So... They're doing the first awards there. And I assume that they're really going to lean into the Latino community, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to a lot of the music and the performances. They're broadcasting the award show in Spanish, you know what I'm saying. The promo videos are in Spanish, all the shit like this. What I'm saying is that every American artist right now who can get to Mexico City should go there in tros and watch the live stream if you can't go. And support this thing and make this shit the biggest trending topic in the fucking world when it happens. Because if you do, this could be the answer to a lot of the fucking problems that you guys are having. Because Billboard and radio controls the influencers and the gatekeepers of the heavier valued award shows like the Grammys. You see what I'm saying? And the radio support goes to the bigger artists who have the big budgets, who are still behind the big machine. Right. But if you remove that shit out of the equation and the charts are based off of who we're actually listening to the the most, I can guarantee you that the top 10 of Billboard right now looks completely different if we are going based off of purely the listening habits. And that's what the Spotify Awards are going to do. Your plays, patterns, and habits will help determine the award categories, finalists, and winners. So it's going to be a reflection of what fans are actually listening to.
5: Right, right. But some way, somehow, they're still going to try to downplay it because the, the Grammys has been the pinnacle for too long. You know what I'm saying?
0: right. But people, that's the thing about it. I need people to understand me and understand me good. You can change all of this shit. You just have to make it a thing. Like, listen, y'all made the fucking chicken sandwich a fucking thing. (laughs) That shit was equivalent to like $35 million in advertising. So believe me when I tell you that if you want to make the Spotify Awards a fucking thing, you could do that shit just like you did with the stupid fucking chicken sandwich that's not even that fucking good. It's all right. I one. ate one. I thought I was going to have a, I, I thought I was supposed to have like an orgasm or some fucking shit when I ate it. And that shit was just all right. I mean, it was a big chicken sandwich. It was uh. a big piece of chicken. It was very well cooked. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It was. It was. It was a good chicken sandwich, right. but it wasn't good enough to make me lose my and fucking I, shit. I ain't had no special
5: sauce or yeah.
0: nothing. It made me want to lose control, like oh. I smoked crack or some shit. No, like see, yo, it, people man. were acting I like that they one. smoked fucking crack, like that's it was cracking that chicken, yo, yeah. and it wasn't uh, like that. Nah, son. Yo, yeah. That's so. Crazy. All right. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving and Billboard is doing some shit And they are changing the merch and album bundling rules For charts in 2020 So basically, let me just break it down for people Alright, look Last year, Kanye, Tyler, Post Malone, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj All these people, you know Landed number one albums on some type of chart Due to bundling Basically, They sold some merch that was bundled with a digital download of an album that you never actually had to go download. So every time you bought a piece of this merch, you really were buying an album. And it's how they pad the stats, and it's a thing. Now, some people took it to the extreme. Like, DJ Khaled was, like, selling his shit with some energy drink on some eBay-type site or some shit. And, like, every time somebody bought these energy drinks, they were buying DJ Khaled albums, didn't even know they were buying them, weren't downloading them, weren't listening to them shits, and they were counting as sales. So now Billboard is saying that in order for it to qualify after January 3rd, the merch and album bundle must cost at least $3.49 more than the merchandise alone. So, what they're saying is that if your hoodie costs $40, then it only needs to cost $43.49 to count towards an album sale for charts. I think now that they've structured this, that this could be the biggest lick for independent artists ever right now. Right. I need you niggas to pay attention to me. See, I know that I say that shit a lot, and it sounds like that I'm trying to be a Mr. Know-it-all, but I'm not. All I'm doing is regurgitating back to you what I read, With a little twist of my analyzing of it. Listen to me. What they're telling you right now. Is that. $3.49 markup. On your merch right now. Can count for an album sale. So in theory. If you could sell. 500,000 pieces of merch. You can go gold. Even if a nigga never listened. To your fucking
5: shit. I tell you what. I'm about to have me a gold album. You get know what I'm Now,
0: saying? one of the loopholes is that it cannot be from a third-party website. It has to be directly from your direct-to-consumer website, which me and Brian were talking about a while ago that artists should have been doing this in the first place. Like, yes, put your shit on the streaming services because... People want a curated area where they can listen to a lot of their favorite shit. So you can't not put it on the streaming services. They became too big of a thing. It's too late to stop that from happening. But what you can do is put exclusive content, albums, and mixtapes direct to consumer on your own website. If we like the artist, we will go there. Like, think about it. If you have 20 million followers on Instagram, you don't think that all those people won't Go to your website And download that As an app too On their phone If they know That that's the only place Where they can get A certain album That you're gonna drop Right Imagine if like Nicki Minaj Or somebody like that Dropped an album From the Nicki Minaj app That the Barb's Had to go download Can you imagine How many downloads That shit would be In a day Even still And people wanna shit on Nicki Like she Couldn't still move the needle But I bet you If she just said Fuck the system Direct the consumer Right she could kill it. Right. I mean, think about it. She killed it last time. It, it got overshadowed by the narrative that the media painted based off her antics because she wowed out because she ended up as the number two album when Travis Scott ended up at this number one album. Mm. And for her, number two wasn't good enough. But for the rest of the fucking world, number two was fine. Right. <laughs> like, she didn't do bad. It didn't do as good as her old shit, but there's a lot of people who did a lot worse this past year who we talk good about. But, you know, that is what it is. You know what I mean? Um I'm pissed off that the baby is not eligible for Best New Artist for the Grammys. So I'm going to get off that shit because every time I say something about the Grammys, it's pissing me off. Like Rhapsody's Eve, Freddie Gibbs should have been nominated. Like they had two of the best rap albums. In my opinion, that came out this year. I don't understand how that is. Um, but eight of these categories are all Lizzo and we're going to get off of that. We're not going to talk about that shit anymore. <laughs> um What's the best rap album Revenge of the Dreamers Meek Mill Championships um, 21 Savage Tyler the Creator And YBN Cordae The Lost Boy Fuck YBN Cordae I'm not sure who's gonna win In this category uh, I mean Tyler's probably gonna win I think Meek should win right. Meek should win But You know um Best rap song Um, This is a songwriter's award So we're talking Bad Idea YB and Cordae With Chance the Rapper Gold Roses Rick Ross With Drake A lot 21 Savage With J. Cole Racks in the Middle Which is The Nipsey Hussle And Roddy Rich, And um, The Baby Joint um, Shug Um, Best rap song For the songwriter's award um, A lot I take a lot Yeah Yeah. Yeah Best rap song Performance Um Hire DJ Kat... Fuck this shit. (laughs) I don't care about this fucking shit. Um, Janelle Monae is going to star in uh, one of them Jordan Peele looking joints. It was from the producer of Get Out and Us. And it looks like um, basically it's antebellum, right, period, in modern day America. So she's basically going to be playing a slave and a single working mom. So I'm guessing like her consciousness is like going to be in the slave time and in the con- conscious time. And it's going to be one of those like weird, you know, get out us, Jordan Peele type of joints. But I'm definitely going to go see it because yeah. I love Jan- Janelle Monet And just the concept of this movie sounds like it's going to be great. And I know they're going to have a deeper little meaning to it. So I'm going to be into it. Yeah, um, man, that'd be good. I think uh,
5: I'm a Janelle Monet fan.
0: I'll right, go see it. So I guess we are going to... Um, him with a burn notice and then we're going to come back and get into some sports conversations including um, if this Kyrie thing is going to end up being a failed experiment in Brooklyn um, when we get back this burn notice is going out to fab with this new record called Insecure off of Summertime Shootout 3 notice.
1: Notice.
0: Notice. Notice.
2: Notice. Notice. notice
0: notice notice you've been burned
6: He like, I see you like his pictures, you must be one of his bitches, did you? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you always playing his song, did you? That nigga all over the world, and I heard he got a girl, how you? Last night I saw his binge, you keep saying y'all friends, I know you.
9: I'm
6: a dog, I can smell fear. Niggas sick and can't do nothing about it, no health care I start getting looks like I invited myself here Once the kid come through bitches on me like welfare We ball but we ain't actually hoopers I don't save them but the bag be super I'm the American sniper, call me Family Cooper Was playing Wu-Tang ice cream when she had me scooper that's too easy Daza, Noted. Uber. Noted. Noted. five stars for Noted. those who drive cars for girls that's been drinking or hate to drive far the ones who arrive are aware with the vibes are if you ain't trying to cut don't come with a knobs, all baby i'm players club like lisa ray you insecure like isa ray they don't want the bitch until somebody want the bitch by the time he's showing love she don't want the shit like i see you like it's pictures you must be one of his bitches did you I mean correct me if I'm wrong, you always playing this song, did you? That nigga all over the world, and I heard he got a girl, how you? Last night I saw a binge. you keep saying y'all friends, I know you.
1: So
7: calling him bro, like nobody knows shit. No. And we all know whole that she See, I'm starting a DM, more you gon' I'm good, I'm enjoying you, these you, more, Niggas
6: strong. be like, are you done being a hoe? What you fucking rappers now, what you the trying to be on a show? Oh you want some loving hip-hop shit you got this nigga walking around Gucci flip-flop shit see Lawrence home on the couch she calling homie a slouch some kid took her to Gucci she came back home with a pouch betrayal is the new trend loyalty is vintage now if she owe you she gon' pay you back with interest like, now I see you like bitches. no you must be Noted. one of his Noted. bitches did you I mean correct me if I'm wrong you always playing a song did you That nigga all over the world And I heard he got a girl How you Last night I saw us binge You keep saying y'all friends I know you
0: All right, so Lamar Jackson passed Michael Vick as Madden's fastest quarterback. So the torch was passed the other day when they updated all the Madden ratings, and Lamar Jackson was 96 speed. The fastest quarterback ever on Madden before was a 95 Michael Vick, and Michael Vick congratulated him on passing the torch. Um... And, you know, Lamar Jackson has been having an amazing season. I mean, he's the first player with five touchdown passes in a Monday Night Football debut. I mean, he's the youngest player with multiple five-touchdown pass games. He's the first player in NFL history of four touchdown passes and at least 50 yards rushing in consecutive games. And he is leading the Ravens to what looks like is going to be a championship year. First player with at least 3,000 passing yards and 1,500 rushing yards. I mean, listen, even if you're not a Ravens, fan it's not hard to to look and say that I don't think that anyone is gonna figure out this fair. season how to slow that fair. down. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not fair. Yeah.
5: There's no way they give us Joe Flacco and then they live. No, sir, that's not how Kaepernick, uh, the Broncos should sign Kaepernick right now I don't care Okay, so
0: I'm glad that you brought him up Because I was getting ready to go to that next Now listen, I told you guys last week That we might not get any information about the liability waiver And that that might have swayed my opinion When I told you guys what I said And I found out information about the liability waiver And... It didn't really, really change my opinion much. It kind of did a little bit. I still, this is what I mean. The liability waiver did have some shit in it that I wasn't aware of, which I knew. The part that I still stand on is that I'm not sure if Colin Kaepernick wants to play football more than he wants to fight a fight that I believe Is a noble one I just believe that he wants that More than football But let's get to the specifics of this situation Mm -hmm. We know The 25 teams were supposed to attend The workout Run by two former head coaches At the Atlanta Falcons facility Kaepernick's cap said The NFL only gave him Two hours to accept an invitation Four days ahead of the workout Um, and they believed that the NFL cared more about creating an impression that it wanted to give Kaepernick a chance rather than giving him a legit opportunity. Um, What they said was that usually they don't um, notify someone that they're going to have a workout until... X amount of days before, so they actually Called him early, that's the argument They're trying to make, I don't know how true that is Or not true, but they're saying it is, All right, whatever Saturday instead of Tuesday Kaepernick wanted to move The workout to a Tuesday um, Thinking that Decision makers wouldn't be there on the weekend The NFL said the coaches Wouldn't travel any weekday during the week To see a free agent, not during the Regular season, and that They didn't want to push the date back after the meet after the media and us the fans already knew about it because they were trying to avoid the media circus now Kaepernick wanted the media the workout open to the media the NFL Wanted the shit to be filmed so all this shit blah 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 blah, but then we get down to the situation where Nike Wanted to shoot an ad featuring Kaepernick and Mentioning all the teams present at the workout And the ad was supposed to be a social post featuring handwritten notes by a young Kaepernick that said he wanted to be a football player when he grew up. But the spokesman for Nike said they didn't have a a film crew at the workout and declined further comment. Part of the liability waiver was supposed to allow the NFL to also use the footage in a commercial of their own. And Kaepernick wasn't trying to sign that shit. So... More information came out. It kind of now I start to see where the NFL was doing some shady shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. I still don't think Colin wants to play football, but I will say that the NFL was doing some shady shit right there. But then again, I I don't know how shady it is because it's like, all right. So basically, what you're saying is Colin's team is saying it's okay for Nike to film and use it as a commercial. is lo- because Nike is going to follow and speak the narrative that we want them to. Mm. The NFL cannot use the same footage for another commercial because we can't control that narrative. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It right. make it feels like that he wants to control the terms of a workout that. Would not be terms that the NFL would agree to for any free agent player.
5: Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. See, but this is the thing. He he. This is what he, he standing up for. You feel me? For the right to do what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? So it was only right that yeah. He still had to work out. He did it at a high school. But apparently, it's video of it because I've seen some video of it. So,
0: now here's the kicker though Uh this waiver and that has this language that would allow the NFL to use the footage of the workout for a future commercial is standard language that any player that does a workout before a combine gets, and that they're saying that this is basically the same waiver that he signed when he was a rookie at the combine in 2011. So what they're saying is that, listen, it is standard practices for us to say video footage of this workout might get used in an NFL commercial. It isn't standard practices for Nike to demand that they are going to film this entire workout and all the teams and all the coaches there and use it for a commercial. Hmm. So mm-hmm. I get I get both
5: arguments, you know what I'm saying? Well, so if that's the case, why do I have to re-sign it Then if I already signed it?
0: Because this is a completely different thing. Yeah. I don't know. You got a good point, though, maybe. I'm playing devil's advocate here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I, I,
5: if I already signed it, then yeah. I say this, don't use the same clip. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't use the same stretch of film. Let me let me get a different outfit or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's some way you could work it out, man. Everybody can't be stingy in this situation because nobody wins. You feel me? Ultimately, it would be good for the NFL to like cabinet back in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You possibly get viewers back that stop watching football games. You feel me? That took it to that extreme. You feel me? Uh-huh. But you feel me? And for Kaepernick, he's back doing what he loves. You feel me? As an athlete, as an athlete, you always want to do what you grew up doing, what you've been dreaming that you've been doing. So, of course, he still wants to play football. You feel me? But now, the fact is, this is also what I've been working for. And you, you, you the to bring it into this, you feel me? That's what Kyrie is on. You get what I'm saying? And what he keeps saying, what he keeps saying every time he talks is it's bigger than basketball. It's not just about basketball. You feel me? It's about real life and the whole thing when he get into he got into his roots and going back to the Indian stuff. You feel me? It is bigger than basketball or bigger than sports to some people. So It happens all the time. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest thing I think he have a problem balancing. You feel me, to where People saying his leadership and think you feel me. Sometimes I think he he loses the the competitiveness that certain players have because he realizes it's not just basketball. I mean, it's more than basketball. You feel me? Like so so. To some people, it might be he's in it for the wrong reasons because all he's worried about is. Him You feel me Like yeah Of course I'm gonna go out there Get mine This is what I know This is what he He been doing Since he was 13 years old You know what I'm saying So it's like Yeah that's what I'm gonna Go do You feel me If if, if it works for y'all Then cool If it don't Then you feel me I'm sorry
0: Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) My name Is Kyrie Irving (laughs) And I am on My Instagram story Right now It happens all the time and tonight just shows how sports entertainment will always be ignorant and obtrusive. It's one big show that means very, very little in the real. Bah, 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 bah. Kyrie Irving had a fucking rant, bitch fit, meltdown. As a right. matter of fact, shout out to this nigga, Angelo Queen Hawa From Clutch Points Who wrote this article Or the editor Or whoever Wrote the shit Because This nigga Counted all the words That's how I know That there was 329 <laughs> words In this fucking Kyrie <laughs> Irving <laughs> rant Because He pulled off Some ill nigga shit It's a lot of ill niggas Today yo I mean Omarion is still The illest nigga In the planet But yeah. This nigga Kyrie Irving Got booed at a game He wasn't even at Yeah yeah that yeah. nigga wasn't even
5: see, at See <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, people think this is something new, but he's been there since, you feel me, since he was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always looked at life a different, on a different side. You feel me? He had a different growing up, a different path than most people. He, he don't come from, you feel me, some some people in the NBA come from the streets forever. Real, for real. Is you Kyrie Irving saying? a cancer? I don't know. I don't
0: know when his birthday is. No, is he a cancer like to a oh, team? Oh, to
5: the team. Oh, I'm thinking you're talking about uh signs and uh,
0: Um Did,
5: if, if, did Kyrie if,
0: Irving make the Boston Celtics better or a worse team? Are they better now? Talent without him?
5: talent wise, yeah. He they they're they're better than they are this year, I because, you know, he's he's very talented. But if you can't get on his level mentally, then you're gonna always have that that.
0: You feel me that thing? You feel me? You're not gonna get along with them. So is it the team that can't get along with Kyrie culture, or that Kyrie can't get with team culture? Um, because it seems to be Kyrie's the problem,
5: and and, and I, I put it like this because we both have a friend. You feel right, me that right. that sees the world on the other side. You get what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. But he's not a difficult person to work with. You get what I'm saying? He's very a very loving person. He gives back. And I think Kyrie is in the same built. You get what I'm saying? But he's right, misunderstood. Right. You feel me? And this person is often misunderstood also. Okay. You feel me? So when you come off as misunderstood and people don't understand you, then it, it, it kind of get agitating when you get these things put on you. You get what I'm saying? Like... People don't know his personal relationship with with the other players. You get what I'm saying? Right. All they judge is court. You feel me on the court, and that's what he's probably saying. Like it's more than just basketball. Like he probably him and Jason Tatum has the same agent. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So they probably still talk on the daily. You get what I'm saying? Him and Kemba Walker is probably they come they both from the 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 New York New Jersey area, so they probably Kemba Walker tops. gave
0: them niggas like. Yeah, 39 the business. Points, yo. Yeah, yeah. He gave them niggas. work. Shout out to
5: Kemba Walker.
0: Um. Man. So look, so a Celtics fan tweeted a screenshot of Durant and said, "Ooh, Kyrie, big mad, big mad." And then Kevin Durant came and was like, "You're obsessed. Seek help, <laughs> King." But here's the thing, yo. See, see. L- listen, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kevin Durant, listen to me. Yeah. Of course, he's obsessed. <laughs> and you know what? If it wasn't for these obsessed fans, y'all be, would yeah. not have these ridiculous like millions of dollar contracts. So I but, mean, but
5: the thing is you have the two most emotional players look, on the same team.
0: I was telling my homeboy this shit earlier today. I said, "Listen, I said, no one will ever let me get this comment off that I'm getting ready to say simply because I'm not rich enough to be able to say this." But boy, I'll tell you, when I do get rich enough one day, you know what I'm saying, I hearken and mark my words, you know what I'm saying, right. that this is going to be the saying. And listen to me right now. I will abide by it because I understand it, even though I'm not rich enough to be able to relate to it. And here we go. When you are getting paid 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 million dollars a year, part of that pay is you being compensated for my ignorance as a fan Okay <laughs> You are being well compensated For you yeah, To deal with my saying. fucking it, it ignorance it comes with As the an entitled as fan Yeah, yeah, yeah Get yeah. the fuck out yeah, of here
5: Yeah 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 I understand what you're saying But Now I can't as, say as that the, the Because I'm the, not
0: rich enough right. For me to, to qualify to say So I get that
5: See the, the players that Kevin Durant and Kyrie is You feel me all they want to do is play ball. You get what I'm saying? Like Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. that's, you, that's, you, that's all they want to do. You can do,
0: go you just play saying? ball. You can do that. But you However, deal with these If comments you are and if <laughs> you are going to be paid $30 million a year to play ball, you have to deal with yeah, my bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah. You don't uh, it's just part of life. It's reality. Whether right, wrong or <laughs> indifferent, it's the shit that's going to happen.
5: See, but now, but now you playing a dangerous game now because Me knowing what type of player they is, they they gonna show it on the court, and then right what you gonna do? You feel me? And that's how they play, man. But yeah, shout out to Curry,
0: shout out Kevin.
5: Uh, next year is gonna be dangerous for them. But yeah, all
0: right. So who's your MVP right Uh, now?
5: LeBron, no doubt.
0: Who's your top five MVPs?
5: Uh, definitely LeBron. Uh, AD is, is is playing the best Batman. And I say I still say Batman to LeBron because he's always going to be a number one no matter at what point he is in his career. He, he's just that type of player. So you're you know saying, saying they're
0: Batman and Batman?
5: No, Batman and Robin. I mean, Batman and Robin. I meant Batman. And Robin. Okay. But um, that's what I meant. You feel yeah, me? As long yeah. as LeBron is on the team, he's always going to be Batman. Right, right, right. So I think AD is the best Robin, excuse me, the best Robin he's had you feel me, in his career, even better than a D-Wade, better than uh, uh, a Kyrie on the team. Because even though D-Wade and Kyrie is both talented players the way they are, AD is just a different dominant player. You get what I'm saying? To where last night AD had 41, LeBron still had 29, and... 10 or 11, something like that, with, like, four or five rebounds. You get what I'm saying? Right. And at that pace, he's still the player that he's been his whole career. But now you have somebody that's able to go out there and possibly get you a 50-point game, a 40-point game. You get what I'm saying? To keep that pace. Listen. You get what I'm saying? Luka. Luka uh,
0: might. I mean, the way if see, he to, continues to me, on this pace. Me,
5: Luka is in the tie with... To me, Thirty,
0: ten, and nine and a half assists.
5: Yeah, yeah, those numbers is, is is crazy. But it, it it would be crazier if we ain't seen it before. We seen we just seen this two seasons, three seasons ago with Russell Westbrook. You feel me? So it's like, what is the new? You get what I'm saying? And to me, Luca is definitely the new. But
0: do you think the Dallas Mavericks will be more successful this year than the um, Thunder were? When Russell Westbrook was putting up these numbers, or no. that the Rockets were when James Harden was putting up no, these numbers solely. No, no,
5: no, and that's what I'm saying. People is kind of going to pass on Luca, even though his numbers the way it is, because the impact he has on the team. They're they're very young, but I think they pull a plug on a Porzingis thing. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, I think they 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 see Luca for what he is and and build around Luca and get him right. And Porzingis is a, a piece that they can use. You know what I'm saying? But Luca is definitely in the conversation right now.
0: Look, Porzingis is that guy who. It's too bad that he costs so much money, mm-hmm. but if they can maneuver some things and put and build around Luca, like you said. But keep Porzingis. Porzingis is that guy who's the difference between a deep playoff run team and a team that could win a championship. And he wouldn't even need to be the impact player. He would just be able to convert at opportune times because of his unicorn-like abilities. Yeah, uh, unicorn, I don't...
5: When he first was drafted, maybe... Okay. Nowadays, is these kids is coming out of high school and college, and you feel me, six, eleven, and shooting threes, and Lamelo. We are gonna get into him in a short period, but he he grew to six seven and still doing these things like he's a six two, six three point guard, shooting guard. So you feel me, unicorn, you feel me. But what I could say is, if they found a good number two for Luca,
0: right. Like, we're talking... We're Porzingis talking,
5: could definitely yeah. play the Chris Bosh or the Kevin yeah, Love. like, I'm, I'm not even talking that me?
0: deep. I'm talking, like, even if Chris Bosh became... I mean, even if, even if Porzingis became a guy who, you know, comes all into a rotational player,
9: uh-huh. a player
0: who starts but rotates out into here. But, like, I'm talking an opportune time in the game where you can exploit a mismatch because you have this seven-foot guy who can shoot from 30 feet out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but build the team around Luca right
5: now. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um,
0: Now, my thoughts on MVP, I start to try to think of it as if I removed the player who I think should be an MVP candidate from his team... What happens to that team? Who takes the biggest slide? Uh. So then I started having some questionable guys who I think might should be in the conversation. And one of those guys is um, Pascal Siakam. Uh And another one of those guys is Jimmy Butler. Now, Pascal Siakam is averaging 25.7 points, 8.4 rebounds, which is similar to the numbers that Kawhi Leonard was putting up. I mean, Kawhi had slightly higher numbers, but even with those slightly higher numbers, we were definitely chanting MVP for him last year. And I feel that Siakam is doing it on both sides of the ball. I mean, he deserves to be in the conversation but I know you have a different opinion on that.
5: And uh, uh, No, nah, he, he's definitely, uh, the past two years he's taken that step. Because I remember when uh, the Cavs played him in uh a, a finals that year and he was somewhat of a liability on the court. Then from the next year to where they they won the championship last year, he became one of the players that they needed in the game. You know what I'm saying? That helped them win that championship. So now this year, now it's kind of sort of like it's his team. You get what I'm saying? Kawhi left. Larry, I think, been on and off the court with in- injuries, so he's been that player that sustaining their 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 play. But um, he's definitely gonna get recognized for. Uh, I don't think MVP, maybe most most improved this year. You feel me? It's too many, too. You feel me? We're giving James Harden. we talking about Giannis. we talking about Luca? we talking about you want to throw Jimmy Butler in there.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Butler only because it's like Miami was not supposed to be a team that was playing as well as they are. And I feel as though if I take Jimmy Butler off the Miami Heat team, that they are completely exposed and barren and, and can't do anything. And I feel as though if I take... You know, a guy like Kawhi Leonard off the Clippers, I think the Clippers can 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 yeah. fight, yeah. And, 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 and 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 because of that defensive culture they have. I think if you take Anthony Davis off the Lakers, you still have LeBron James there. Yeah. I think if you take LeBron James off the Lakers, you still have Anthony Davis there. So it's like we, we, I start, we start we to feel see like how, Jimmy how
5: Buck- they play out because yeah, Jimmy Butler they they seems- got off to a hot, a hot start. Yeah, you feel me? But I done not seen games where they look on the court like you feel me. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? But uh, and of course, Giannis isn't a guy. I was about to say, but the the yeah. the, uh, the player that has the most impact on his team is definitely Giannis. Yeah. if you are taking Giannis off of the Bucks, that's... we're
0: not ever talking about the Bucks, right? They go back to you obscurity where they where they were. But
5: but now, but now, do do. Because the only reason LeBron didn't win six MVPs to me is because they call it voters' fatigue. To where now they get tired of the same person winning every year. And you feel me? That's why Jordan didn't win as many years as he did. Dude, do you get Giannis to get the voters' fatigue? Now, his numbers, all his numbers, is slightly up this year. But it's, you feel me? To me, it's the same thing we've been seeing. He's going to, you feel me, one, two in the lane. Spend, dunk. And nobody's going to stop that, of course, but is that is that, you feel me, MVP worthy? You get what I'm saying? To where you see what LeBron is doing with another MVP caliber player on team. Oh, yeah. I think, listen, team, I,
0: I, said, I said at the beginning of the season, I said that if Anthony Davis puts up the best numbers of his career, which I assume that he does, then that should be LeBron James First class ticket to the MVP For the simple fact that He would have Elevated the game right. Of a superstar in his Prime right. that is something That 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 has to Be you know taken into account Above all so yeah A lot of Anthony Davis's play is going to weigh heavy in where I put LeBron James in my MVP voting. Now, I could not put those guys in order from one through five today. It's too early for that. I mean... Those it, are just my five that I'm looking he's at. He's LeBron wildcard.
5: is leading the league in assists right now in his 17th year and his first year playing point guard. Just that alone. Well, no, yeah. it's was
0: his second year playing point guard. He played point guard his rookie uh, year.
5: Yeah. But it wasn't caught. He wasn't... Called the point guard on the court He still had guards on the court You know what I'm saying This rookie yeah, who who is, I can't think back That's 2000 Nah But anyway He's the actual point guard You know what I'm saying Like Rondo subs him out You get know what I'm saying Like But he's leading the league in assists Still averaging 25 About 25 points You know what I'm saying Still averaging about 6-7 rebounds You feel me From the point guard position To me, that's like, who who else does this?
0: Luca. No. Luca. Oh, it's not. Luca. It's not the same. Luca. That's what me and Jay would say. It's not the same. (laughs)
5: Luca. It's not the same. It's not the same. Luca is definitely. You know why it's not the same? Because
0: LeBron is in his seventeenth year doing this. Luca is early in the game doing this. Thirty. Ten and nine and a half, my guy.
5: Listen. Understanding. That's a
0: lot. He's doing this thing. From anywhere on the court that you want it from, he got you. He will give it to you from the three-point line and everywhere else in between that. He say, how you want it? Listen. The only way
5: this would be stamped as if he win championships to go along with it. Until then, it would just be another I mean, people. Russell Westbrook is was what the first or the second person to average a triple double all right, all right. in a season. <laughs> he did it twice, three times in a season. You get what I'm saying in a row. You feel me? And is you feel me? All right. Well, he did that. That's what's up. you feel me. So it's like yeah. all
0: right. So rookie of the year right now. Oh, All right, man. now listen, listen, let me set the table for you to make this a fair argument. Okay. All right, let's say that Zion Williamson comes back and plays at the level that he was playing before he went down with injury. Who is your rookie of the year? Go. Um. I don't think
5: Zion have enough time. John ja Morant has already ran away with it. You know what I'm saying? He already created Uh. uh uh, necessary highlights, you get what I'm saying. Early, and it's not even Christmas games yet. You get what I'm America likes a comeback story. Yeah, yeah. If Zion
0: yeah. comes back and plays, if
5: ah, if, uh, that's hard. If see, yes, because because now, because to me, it's John
0: ja Moran It's ja, it is John ja Moran all the way. Like he's been giving niggas the fucking business. Yeah, yeah. But if Zion comes back and plays at the level that he was playing before he went down. Knowing how, like we talked about earlier, how the media can influence some shit, that is who the media consensus wanted to be Rookie of the Year. The NBA wants Zion Williamson to be Rookie of the Year. See, the... the <clears throat> because the NBA the only wanted way, Zion Williamson to be the I'm, number I'm, one I'm going to
5: tell you the only way he wins Rookie of the Year, and I call it the Blake Griffin effect. If he comes in and change the whole culture... Of the, of, of of the, the Pelicans, Pelicans right now, you feel okay. me? Yeah. Say when he comes, they start
0: winning. But then, would he deserve me? it? Would he deserve it at that point? If he create those moments, yeah.
5: If he he got, if he comes back in the middle of December, you got six months. You got of oh, that's we we not even the twenty games yet. You get what I'm saying? That's sixty games. If you get fifty games in, you get what I'm saying. You could do something in fifty games to make people be like, "Oh man, this." This nigga wild, You feel me? And and he has that effect. You get what I'm saying? Like, he definitely has the ability to come on the court and... Electrify some shit. Yeah. yeah, And really set, you feel me, go crazy. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, But I think at this pace, if John Morant keeps going, all he has to do is win games. If he win games, he he took the Clippers down to the wire. They won by two. He took the Lakers down to the wire. We won by one. You get what I'm saying? He's taking these teams. He gave Kyrie the business win. You feel me? He's definitely show worthy. You get what I'm saying? He's definitely going to be something. He already got the franchise on his back in his rookie season. You get what I'm saying? It's his. They gave him a key. You feel me? And say, here, yeah. you feel me? You got 10 years to make it happen. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying 10 years. But All right, so last question before
0: we go into another burn notice is can young LaMelo Ball live up to the hype when it comes to next year's draft and be a top draft pick? I believe absolutely yes. Um,
5: I think it depends where he goes because just like John ja Moran, he came into the... Memphis Grizzlies, they just gave away their franchise player Mike Conley, and he came into the situation to where they gave him the keys. You feel me and say, "Here, go ahead." Now, if Lamelo comes into a franchise like that, like the Knicks, Uh unfortunately, you just want to see them win. So bad. no, it's
0: not that. I you know I'm a Laker fan, but, but it's one of those things to where possibly, a team possibly, that I just expect to be that bad.
5: Possibly because they definitely ain't get the keys to RJ Barrett. You get what I'm saying? They like. Let's see, RJ
0: would be a great asset. By, from- by,
5: by, what I say, by what I mean when I say get the keys. Like, John ja Morant is John ja Morant right now. You get what I'm saying? He's not playing. It's a system going on, but he's fitting himself into the system. You get what I'm saying? Or the system is fitting around him. You get what I'm saying? And it's not too many franchises that still. You feel me? What teams is out there left that you think that he. You mean? He could go to.
0: Well, what I'm saying is that a guy like R.J. Barrett... Like, all right, for, first and foremost, I'm just saying the Knicks... Of course, there's going to be a bunch of other bad teams that are going to be at the top of the draft. You know what I'm saying? But they're a team who I know is going to be at the top of the draft and that they are a team based off of it being New York City. Just the things outside of basketball. We're talking about a kid who... Has a popular reality show on Facebook. Who is already a polarizing character. Yeah. Who already has a polarizing story. Yeah. And you bring him into a big market like New York City. Even his agent. Even whoever is gonna be involved in this business knows that that is where the big bag is at for him. Yeah. Immediately but I, I don't think coming. I
5: don't think he needs the big marketplace to make him who he is. You get what I'm saying? Of course. Because to me, he's basketball first right now. He could care. Like, his personality is what makes him attractable. You feel me? Alonzo didn't like the spotlight. That's why he was uncomfortable. He didn't, you feel me, sometimes mess with his play. You feel me? Melo loves the spotlight, and that makes him play better. You get what I'm saying? So I don't think... He don't need to go somewhere with the cameras. I mean, Washington's is at.
0: gonna be bad, so they'll probably be at the top of the draft. Yeah, that, but that, see, that. you don't want it to be a team like Chicago, who already seems to be invested in a in a, in a point guard. I, I don't that's want it to be I'm, a. team. That's what
5: I'm saying. It's not too many teams out there. If the Suns got Devin Booker, or, or he, that that will probably be a good place. You get what I'm saying? They could want to it. You for me, both of them could shoot. But from The Suns anywhere. actually
0: wanted Lonzo Ball, so I mean. That but be, Lonzo can't yeah. do with Melo. But, but I does, know, of man. course. But I'm just saying that, that L- Melo would
5: be, is a different monster. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. Melo yeah. is a different no, monster. Listen, he
0: has a legit three. He's fast from and M- I, don't, I don't and
5: I don't even like the way he shoot. Like
9: hey. ah, it's but consistent. It's consistent. if it he goes in, it. He I'm hits with it. it. Yeah, he hits it.
5: <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If it goes in, I'm with it, man. But he's definitely a different monster, man. And for him to be talented at six one, six two, six three, 6'2", 6'3", and then grow to 6'7". Yeah. Oh, man. that's I, If I would have grew to 6'7 in my career, I would have been a monster. And he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do at that height. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm 6'7 now? Yeah. I'm going to the rack. I'm dunking. I'm doing yeah. all the things I wish I could do at 6'3". Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, this really happened for me. You feel yeah. me? So, yeah, man. I think uh, he definitely comes in be the number one pick. Um. To where, and this is scary, because right now the Golden State Warriors have the worst record in the NBA.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that.
5: That's the end. Supposedly, if Curry Clay comes back next year and they have the number one pick, unless they trade it for whatever, whatever, I don't know, but that's all in the But if they have that number one pick, and they could possibly get LaMelo Ball, that would be, yeah, I don't know. Curry at the two, I mean three. I mean, damn, Curry at the one or two. Of course, LaMelo at the two. uh, Clay at the three. Draymond at the four. And just get some Linky, big tall man that can rebound.
0: They got Willie Cauley-Stein right
5: now. Oh, yeah, and he's good right there. Oh man, that would, that would He's be. He's not crazy. playing
0: as good as I thought he was gonna play over there. Oh, yeah, I thought have, him. And De, I thought him and D'Angelo Russell was. Gonna I
5: think this to me, man. I think teams have a conversation. Like, all right, guys, listen, just don't get hurt. <laughs> you feel me? Like we ain't playing for nothing. Ain't no make your money. Get out there, do your job, entertain. Just don't get hurt. Because right, you feel right. me? If you're not a major team that's in play right now, like. The Lakers, they going out there focused every night. You get what I'm saying? like Right. We trying to do something. But somebody like, come on, man. I'm not sitting in no... If we 2-11, and 11, man, you ain't about to tell me. That,
0: man, give me
5: that ball. I'm sure, <laughs> Bro, what we doing?
0: All right, so we going to get into this burn notice, and then we going to be back and talk some more shit. This burn notice is going out to my nigga Trill. With dark clouds.
1: Notice, notice,
4: notice, notice, no, these I got these dark clouds setting over my head. If they gon' move from over record, niggas know I ain't playing. I still be in the treasures, cause it made a nigga. Gain so many angels know they say the nigga. I got these dark clouds sitting over my head. If they won't move, this move for a wreck, cause niggas know I ain't climb. I still be in them trenches, cause it made a nigga. Ain't so many angels, know they say the nigga, they say the nigga, I can't trust nobody, so I'll move the way I move. You gon' not make me bust somebody, playing tough like you ain't fool. I don't don't you judge nobody unless you walking in they shoes. All this hurt done left me damage. I don't even watch the news. Until I stand in front of the mirror with my head down to the sink. i am a to on my mind. Sometimes I can't even think. Craig, know you on that block. Made it hard as fuck to blink. Still be thinking about to me. Is she watching what she think That's I. Swear I ain't ain't been the same since that postal murder in. I ain't dumb, I ain't stupid tastes make it hard to see Cotty still sitting, ain't me the yes So niggas still hitting. I caught that childhood, bitch, I'm still gripping. Pray to God like every day I know I'm still signing. Baby's down, mama's crying, and the bullets still roughin' say they crying out for and niggas still spending, I kill them all before they stop me running, I got these dark clouds sitting over my head, if they gon' move this for record, niggas know I ain't playing, I still be in the trenches cause it's me, nigga, ain't so many angels, know they say it, nigga, I got these dark clouds sitting over my head, if they gon' move this for record, niggas know I ain't playing, I still Notice
2: notice, uh, notice,
4: notice, notice, notice. But niggas talk about it, they ain't really ready. Heard you was talking crazy fat and I was sitting. I'm the same one. Had a pull-up for you on the vision. But you thought niggas was on your ass about them dirty bitches. Ain't gon' speak on this and that, bro. Niggas don't do to the text. Lady Chef, my business is black. You play it again, they ramp your back. I'm red chips, not all seven pounds. They asked what kind of snuff is that? Jet house music, bitch. I snap. Hey, unless I get it back. They tell me trade on losing bit you too close to messing How you gon' ball if you let niggas knock you off your pivot? You can't afford to give it time if it ain't about your buddies But I can't play with snakes too many times I fought that one gotta do a work for me They plotting hard on hurting me These bitch niggas ain't murking me This keep that strong as Hercules The fuck I'm supposed to do Been chasing trains with all my dudes We gon' raise a murder rate before we lose I got these dark clouds setting over my head If they gon' move this move for right. cause Niggas know I ain't playing. I still be in no trouble cuz ain't made a nigga Ain't so many y'all don't know they sayin' I got these dark clouds sitting over my head They won't move little right more, fuck that nigga know I ain't cloud I still be in no trouble cuz ain't made a nigga Ain't so many y'all don't know they sayin' I got these dark clouds sitting over my head They won't move little more, fuck that nigga know I ain't cloud Fast, notice, notice, notice
2: Burns,
4: I I still All
0: right, so recently I just found out that driving the boat. Was not a sex thing Like so So this whole time right I thought this shit was a sex move Or some shit like that you know what I mean and it's because you got to figure Like every time I've seen this phrase on the internet It's been in some chick Or some IG honey's little story You know what I'm saying With the caption saying I want to drive the boat And she twerking and all. T- you know what I'm saying So I automatically My brain was like Okay so driving the boat is like a slick little sex oh, shit. So in my <laughs> mind I thought that I knew what it meant So I've been waiting for the opportune moment To use it like in real life Like in a cool way So it would be like a real cool delivery Um, You know what I'm saying? Alright, so so, so (laughs) mind you The way that I find out that it's not a sex thing Is how the girl responds back to me But I played it off so she doesn't know well I mean she knows now after she listens to this episode But right. she didn't know before this that, that I didn't know what the fuck was going on right. So mind you right. So I thought I had the perfect moment So we text him back and forth She's talking about what she wanna do And I'm talking about what I'm gonna do Yada 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 And then I said I was like But um You trying to dry the boat though? Oh. With the little dot, 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 ellipses, right? And then I had the little question mark. And then I had the emoji, you know, where the nigga thinking and shit, right? World in his chin. Boom, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she's hit me, message back. She's like, LOL, with the laugh, cry face. And she's like, you know I don't drink. Right. And then <laughs> that shit threw me off for a second. But I still kind of thought it was a sex thing. So no, then so. I was, like, appalled at myself because I was like, oh, my God, what did I just ask her? Like, how filthy was my request just now? She's yeah. talking about you don't drink. You don't drink what? And then and then what she said after that, it hit me. And then I'm like, oh, shit, that's what driving the boat is. But I didn't right. say that to her. I just kind of played it off. So she didn't really know. But shout outs to her because she knows now. Oh, hold up. You,
5: you must you must have missed uh Get a message
0: on Facebook Yeah so then That shit got me like reminiscing And like thinking back Because mind you The girl who I was talking to Is not somebody who like I just met That's why she said it like that Like hi you know I don't drink You know what I'm saying Like it's somebody who I've known for a while As a matter of fact Like when we was you know like a, a thing i guess a, a situationship i guess we thought it was a relationship but it was it was some other relationship with Jay shit and but either way back <laughs> in the day you know we had to navigate the the family shit during holidays, you know what I'm saying? So when I was right. talking to her, that's how I had to meet, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of the family. And you know how when somebody has to go to the other family's house around holiday time and the whole family's there and it's always an awkward situation. You got to figure out a way to navigate it. Right. But I've always been, you know, like a master at that shit. But it's almost like... I almost feel bad about it because I'm going into this shit like with like a tactical plan. I'm like, okay, first and foremost, you know you got to get the moms (laughs) and the aunts, right? You know what I'm saying? But that's like the cheat code. So you know that the uncles and the brothers and the cousins, they clocking you because they on that shit. Because that would be the same shit that they would do, right? right? right. So you got to hit them off at the pass and like, all right, cool. You pick the one that has the weakest vice, right? And then you lean on that vice, right? So if it's the uncle who's the drunk uncle, but he looks like he's the alpha male... Then you just get him drunk You see you know what I'm saying Like you get the drunk uncle drunk You know what I'm saying Get him out whoa, of the, whoa, way. Yeah, get him out the way You know what I'm saying <laughs> Or you got that one uncle That's the um, slick daddy He probably got the slick back hair You know what I'm saying right. He He's looking for whoever got a joint He's trying to find somebody <laughs> with a joint You know what I'm saying So as long as you got the loud with you You know what I'm saying At the family function You can usually tuck that uncle see, off I, right I there I
5: actually had a situation like that
0: You got to let the brother Whoop your ass in 2K Uh You got to let him Whoop your ass in 2K You got to hang with him To the fourth quarter And then you just Got to let it go (laughs) You can't let him know That you let him win But you got to let him win So he can talk shit about you Because you can't go On that man's turf At his mama house And whoop his ass in 2K Even though you know He's a bum You know what I'm saying You got to let the brother Whoop your ass in 2K You just became
5: cool With the whole family In one holiday Yeah But look I had a story like that Um it wasn't my family function, but it was my stepmother's family reunion. So, girl wound up, she wound up being my first, you know I mean? I was about 15, 16, something like that, I don't know. But, um, so we at the family reunion, by this time, you feel know I me, mean? I'm part of the family. I've been around the family about five, six years, you know what I'm mean? saying? Um... So the whole time I'm trying to, you feel me, figure out like where where are we about to go. Oh yeah, really? sneaky set. Yeah. yeah, the sneaky sex. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the whole time oh, yeah. I'm I'm, we at the cookout. I'm like, alright, not at the cookout. You feel me? We had we had the uh, little family dance thing. I'm like, alright, can't dip off right here. Man, I wind up we wound up dipping off like two or three in the morning, you feel me? When one <laughs> all the older cousins chilling and stuff, I'm like, man, listen.
0: We out. <laughs> oh, man. The sneaky sex. My sneaky sex game is is, is lit. Yeah, like, oh, let, let me tell you. Like, the holiday dip-off game, first and foremost, the cook-offs, believe it or not, it's easy to get the sneaky dip-off off in the cook-off. Because on yeah. the cookout and the barbecue, everybody outside. Yeah. So, you got to pick that one moment where... You know, they got on the right song. Everybody out there doing, like, the electric slide or something. You know what I'm saying? Boom. And then you just slide off and hit one of the in-house bathrooms.
5: Do not go in the coat (laughs) room. Nah,
0: you you, got to get the bathroom, but whatever one is the downstairs joint or the basement bathroom. basement bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to...
5: Nigga like me, we we going to the car with it. Oh, we going to the store. We'll be right back. (laughs) We going to the store the whole time. Park around the corner, man. Nah, the bathroom.
0: Because you could just bend it over and just get the business. You know what See, I'm saying? Like yeah. you just get the work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I need I need a car Oh, I you're need... automatically gonna be weaker in that position, anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you ain't really got no time to really be like trying to like do all types of shit. You oh, know I what I'm saying? No like, time, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. This I is about speed and
5: precision. I want to smoke a blunt.
0: No, this is about... When you try and do the sneak off fucking that, it's about speed and precision. First of all... It is not about the long long
1: run.
5: (laughs) For anybody I'm around, any family I'm around, they know, like, all right, Trey is going to dip off at some point. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? And whoever with me, we out. You feel me? Just know an hour, hour, 45 minutes. And, yeah, that's the time we sneaking off. Yeah, we out, shorty.
1: All
0: right, so what is threesome etiquette and who should get to be the one that sets the rules? And I'm saying this because, and I've been in a situation just recently where I feel like that. All right, look, it was reverse psychology. She offered for me to set the rules, to set the terms, right. Right. Of something that I didn't even know that was even supposed to be happening. Like, mind you, shorty, I was already chilling with her. I was in a hotel room. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Boom, boom, boom. She went to go do something. She said she would be back. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but mind you, it, I, I knew that she had to go, you know what I'm saying? Like holler at her aunt or whatever, blah, blah. blah. So when she comes back, she calls me and she tells me, I'm like 10 minutes away. I'll be there soon. I'm like, all right, cool. I hear somebody else in the background, but I don't really think nothing of it. Right. All right. So she shows up with another girl. Mm-hmm. And I told you off air who that girl was. Right. Ironically, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying. So she shows up with her, and when I see her, I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Right? You know what I'm saying. So then she starts talking about, "Oh, don't mind her, da da da." da. Um, she'll probably want to join in, and I'm thinking like, "Hold on, what the fuck? Like, you ain't, we ain't talking about this shit." You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, how do you know that I want her? you know what I'm saying fucking with me you know what I'm saying like if you try and do that I mean that's your prerogative but how do you know that I'm trying to do that just because like automatically ladies like we don't automatically have to be down with the threesome just because (laughs) you decide to randomly (laughs) offer it one day like we don't have to just be down with that shit right so fucking um so they go, you know, in the bathroom and they're talking, you know what I'm saying, like having a little secret conversations. And then Shorty comes out and she's like, So, um, how do you want this all to go down? And I'm like, What do you mean? And she's like, Well, I mean, what type of rules or how do you want this to be? And this that third? And it feels like it's like a trick question already. Uh-huh. Cause it's already a trick bag. Uh-huh. And in reality, I kinda just wanna be like, Well, how about we just leave her out of it? I just do what I came to do in the first place. And then I'm gonna roll over and smoke <laughs> and then go to sleep and then I'm gonna call it a fucking day, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But no. Nah. So I say, look, check this out, Shorty. I'm trying to do whatever you trying to do, as long as it ain't no crazy shit. Right. So you tell me. She's like, all right, well, how about this? Me and you, um, me and you can do everything. You can fuck her. But you just can't eat her out. And I'm thinking, like, hold on, time out. Who said I was eating any of you bitches out? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 the worst, like, the worst, like, the worst, like, it's just so many assumptions going on here, right? And I feel like that I am like a hoe at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like that I'm in this situation where they just went and had a powwow in the bathroom about how they are going to objectify and use my body. (laughs) And it was very awkward. You know what I'm saying? But then I feel like if I were to had set the terms when she offered it to me, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say I'd have said some more wild shit, like, well, I could put it in your butt, I could put it in her butt. You're going to do this, you're going to do that, and all kinds of crazy shit, right? right? Then she probably would have looked at me like, yo, like, what the f-, You know what I'm saying? Right, like, to where right, right. it would always sound extra crazy, no matter how crazy or how mild my requests were, right. if I were to set the terms. Right naturally for her to set the terms, it's always going to be in a situation that benefits her the most, right? Mm -hmm. Which was the problem when I originally told you about her, Mm -hmm. when she even offered the random threesome back when she was trying to hint to me that it was her birthday coming up and she wanted me to buy her a birthday gift. And this was like how she dangled (laughs) this little carrot in front. And I'm thinking, if this was the type of girl you was thinking about trying to hook me up with for a gift the whole time, this would be equivalent to Cole on Christmas. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this that it's not a complexion thing, you guys. That it's not a complexion thing because she's not dark skinned at all. It's just that I used to know her in a different world back in the day. I had been there Done already. <laughs> and then it's just things things have changed and that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. You know what? The more that I talk, the more um, misogynistic and chauvinistic <laughs> this whole conversation is starting to sound. So I think that we should probably get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, Yeah, we're going to play a burn notice and then we're going to get the fuck out of here, okay? <laughs> Do you have anything else to say, Chubo? Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, 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 you guys. Go screenshot my fucking profile and post it to Instagram and tag me in it so I can give you Fashion Nova gift cards. Oh, Fashion Nova, yeah, $50. Because it's only a certain amount of people that have done it so far. Mm-hmm. So one of those people is going to get this quick 50. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if it's you, then go do it right now. Right now. You know what I mean, um,. And I uploaded some bonus content this week So you'll be able to go check that out Just look down underneath What you're listening to now Or click on the link in the show notes And all that good shit Alright, fair notice <laughs> I swear, I'ma get better At the outros, you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> like, like, like the intros, like I'm nailing Those right now, you know what I'm saying But the outros, I fucking uh. suck at that shit You know what <laughs> I'm saying It is what it is Alright y'all
8: summer me i am he young holy let's get it <laughs> uh. I never meant to put down the pack. I never meant to put down the taste. I always keep a fresh bit to flick. Good toke on me, it draw my vibration. Took my concentration to a proper level, call that product placement. Even off the beat, I just blaze I said, even off the beat, I just blaze it. Left up for a check, though. But it never matter, cause I love on XO. So. All my friends are there when we're together. Ain't a love loving her that can't be measured. Fella so strong, you could probably sense her presence like a non-new scent. That shit you can't reinvent. Influence myself, make me sound like a pimp to a flyby. All the guys want to and the girls say they let their mind wander at the side of her. Ash out till I pass out, guess we'll meet again when the gas out. Gas out, yeah, the gas out, get your bags now. Eyes on me when I pass, you beside me, you wasabi, my eyes Kawasaki. Mary, Mary, I'll be back, you got me. Yeah. Infect the system, young woolly in the booth, live, in his natural habitat. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin. I want that good pay, we make some good days I get on my job, and it's right by my hood, hey I cannot complain, hide some flights upstairs. well, we hypnotic much Somebody told my mom or pops We was out together with no doubt and such Blossom bubbles, oh I'm power popping With my favorite abstract, Wonder Woman Hold up, wait, I got a clock and darn it How I hate to depart How she tastes is a art How she shine like a star She break up like a puzzle, I'm just tryna find my heart yeah, I'm just trying to find my heart. Lost mind in a strain, hold up. Good vibes to the brain, roll up. This ain't a song about strange soda, though she mixed well with the drip. Well, maybe sit well with the sip. Famous on the charts, hit after hit. Eyes on me when I pass, you beside me, you wasabi, my eyes Kawasaki. Mary, Mary, I'll be back, you got me. Mary, Mary, I'll be back, you got me. Eyes on me when I pass, you beside me, you wasabi, my eyes Kawasaki. Mary, Mary, I'll be back, you got me. I said, Mary, Mary, I'll be back, you got me. Ah.
0: If you want to listen to more, search for us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at It's Not Just Me, or you can hit me up on Instagram at in 420 and you can also follow us on Twitter at It's Not Just Me Pod.